Back to the Last XP Gaming <laughs> Podcast is episode number 30. 30. 30. 30 even? Wow. Okay, yeah. cool. Tonight we're talking about Rogue One, a Star Wars story released in 2016. This was Mondo's pick. Happy to revisit a good Star Wars movie, even though he thinks I hate it. I, spoiler alert, I don't. But um, spoiler, I'm going to We have Mondo and Steve. Well, that's not a hating score, is it? <laughs> it is. Oh, whatever. If it's not a five star, <laughs> I mean, you like it. <laughs> i'm todd that's mondo we have steve merry christmas everybody dude christmas is two days away we're three days away if you're crazy <laughs> for four or five days yeah i'm not ready for it man i haven't bought oh. one foot well i haven't bought anything the wife does all the shopping i was gonna say but... dude you're a little behind if you haven't bought anything wow did you guys even have like the christmas spirit this year like yeah 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 you did a little bit five i didn't even put up lights What's wrong with you? You gotta put some strands, a couple. I, th- I have them here, dude. And I was like, yeah, it's like two weeks till Christmas. I'm good. I'll just enjoy the neighbors. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, we we started fucking this year with what uh, Delta virus, and we're gonna end it with Omicron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're running Lucky out of alphabet, alphabet letters, so so. I know. Fuck. Start reusing them. Oh, Delta Delta sh- Pi. Are they shutting down things in Canada, Steve? Oh, they're shutting the whole fucking thing down at this point. Uh, it's crazy. Like every day, there goes Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, there it goes. Yeah, it's uh, it's cra- like we're we're at, right now. We have more numbers than we ever did per day. You know, it's like That's really crazy. bad. Now we're not dying as much because we're ninety percent vaccinated, but uh, we're that still 10% getting ten percent. Yeah, ten fucking ten percent. Fucking ten percenters, dude. Yeah. Oh shit! Thanks. What do we have like? 20%, 30% who are unvaccinated. Who aren't, here? I have no idea. I think it's 30. Yeah. 30. I, I, honestly, you know, I respect their right not to get vaccinated, but they should sign a paper that says, I choose not to be vaccinated. Therefore, if I get COVID, I choose not to go to the hospital and use Seriously. your resources. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Unless you have, like, you know, you're an older person or you got cancer you know something like that where the vaccine can hurt you yeah yeah right i totally yeah. if you're out if you're out fucking protesting getting a vaccine your ass <laughs> should not be in a hospital taking up a bed from someone that needs it like shut the that's hell right. up you want to die that's your problem but don't overcrowd our system you know is this where is the next variant going to be the zombie fucking virus finally it's going to come right sooner or later <laughs> i was uh i was reading on twitter the other day they were making a statements against walking dead and they're like man for all the, since the season started season one i was like where the hell did all these billions of people die and it's like well now i get it with covid all these people are like i'm not going to be afraid of you zombies i have they're a right to live and they're fucking all dead <laughs> <laughs> brains brains crazy that we ended up on fucking episode 30 perfect like way to cap out the end of this year man that's crazy that's awesome Jeez, you guys gonna drink for christmas and new year's or no Egg, no. eggnog that's about it oh you drink eggnog uh yeah eggnog's fucking disgusting <laughs> eggnog's dope dude once it's a year gross. eggnog yeah no steve eggnog yes or no, no i'm not i'm not a fan either yeah it's funny. what is it i have i have no I idea egg, it's eggnog it's like this creamy like i don't know it's milk it's milk it's fucking sugar. gross dude I don't know. <laughs> right Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, cold or warm What's wrong with you? Oh, <laughs> you don't drink milk warm, you freak. <laughs> you don't drink milk warm? What am I, three trying to go to bed? No. <laughs> well, hot chocolate, technically, right? Like, yeah, nah. exactly. See? You fucking drink eggnog, dude. That's gross. Yeah. Whatever. 
<laughs> you're fucking i hate like you ball sack so i don't, know, I don't, <laughs> I don't do that anymore <laughs> ever since your doctor told you you gotta cut back <laughs> <laughs> no more looking at the balls <laughs> all right anyways let's get this show started stop talking about balls uh we have some we gotta start off with the sad news steve you told me to include this mm-hmm. um, for the news i almost forgot but let's start off with a rest in peace to the creator of the nes and SNES, Masayuki Yumura. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I just want to include it because that, that those are my two like you know kid consoles. Um, they weren't my first consoles because my dad had an Atari uh, uh, twenty six hundred and he had uh, a television and whatever the other one was. But uh, Nintendo is the first one I remember like really playing because he got that when I was like five, and then Super Nintendo was the last console I got as a gift. And I was so happy, and I still think it's the best Christmas gift I've ever had. So, yeah. I think we all peace. owe our childhood to Mr. Uemura. So big, big time. I mean, damn. The, the great memories with those two systems. And it's sad. It's sad. You start seeing all these. You get older, and you start seeing people pass away that were, you, know, you didn't know them directly. But indirectly, it still sucks. Uh, it's been a long time since. It feels like it's been a long time since we recorded. We uh, had the Game Awards come and go. Did you watch them, Steve? Did you go back and watch the whole thing? Uh, no, hell no. It's just, it's, it's like three and a half hours long. Fuck I watched the whole thing, man. Uh, I just watched the highlights, like the trailers, basically. And, and there uh, wasn't really anything great. No, nothing that I was super psyched about um, other than Hellblade 2. Um, that oh, looked okay. fucking fantastic. But outside of that, it's pretty lackluster, yeah, wrote- to be honest. It was, and I, I wrote down a few things uh, as far as, like, games that they announced that I thought might be something that would, in our wheelhouse, I know for sure, uh, for the old grandpa, Totter, uh, Chivalry 2, House... <gasps> Jin, I have to make an announcement. Chivalry. Chivalry 2, House Aberfell. It's an expansion coming out for your, for your game that you were obsessed with there for a few months. So I'm going to pick it up. It's a good game. I need to dust it off and start playing again. Alan Wake 2 got announced. The uh, little CGI trailer they had for that looked pretty fucking cool. Uh, Wonder Woman, for you DC nerds, they're coming out with a third-person Wonder Woman game. Uh, The Halo TV series got a drop. What did you guys think about that? For Well, Todd probably didn't watch it. I I was expecting more. Um, Really? It it looked cool for the 30 seconds that we got, but I, I thought we'd get an actual, like, story trailer by this point but no it's just another really quick look that didn't really show anything it showed fucking soldiers for the most part yeah. so like i want to see what the, the yeah i want to see what the creatures look like you know that's what i'm really interested in the rest just look like soldiers are you, you worried know? are you worried that it's coming out like what is it on paramount or peacock one of those uh well you guys coming on paramount plus but here yeah. it's coming on crave so i have crave so i'm happy about that but do you think because it's not on something like Netflix or Prime? Oh, it, it won't do as well for sure, um, unless Game Pass like gives it away, which is possible. <laughs> so we'll see. I wonder if this is like a prequel type thing, or what part of the universe is set in. I don't know that I read uh, anything that gave that away yet. I'm, I'm not sure. Well, it I, it might be a prequel to the first Halo. No, it can't be because Master Chief is was in ice for such a long time. Well, are they gonna show are they gonna be. show uh the actor without the mask on? Uh, I mean, yeah, they will because the yeah, first the first trailer we saw he was unmasked. Okay. 
Yeah. Which is kind of weird, right? Because Chief was never unmasked. And when he was, it he was. was. Like, he showed his eyes oh. in like the fifth one. Yeah. When he was an old man. Only if he beat in legendary. <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry, boss man. Yeah. So, sorry. I'm not part of that exclusive. I'm excited, Halo. man. I've been waiting for something for Halo for a while. Uh, Forward unto Dawn doesn't count. Um, I'm worried about it. You know, I, I hate when they make stuff about kids. Maybe it's good to focus on John when he was a kid. I don't freaking know. I guess we don't know anything, right? Because there's been no story trailer. But no, not at all. I'm just surprised that I'm surprised it's not on a major streaming service. But I guess every service has got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, they're all of them are trying to get their flagships up and running. So maybe that's a good sign. Maybe they'll pour money into it because I mean, Prime was a nobody, and now they have fucking Lord of the Rings. So and they put the boys. Come on. The, yeah, the boys, and they had man the high castle, which is really good. And oh yeah, the wife's watching that. I told her about it because you recommended it a while ago, and mm-hmm. she's like, fucking loving it. Good. Huh. And then uh, last two, I don't think you guys either one of you plays Destiny actively. I know maybe you dabbled in it, but uh, Destiny Two, the Witch Queen. I guess it's another DLC slash raid is coming out. Um, and the one thing that of course captured my attention, Star Wars Eclipse, looks fantastic but it sucks when they show you such a good trailer for a game that's coming out and then they're like oh tentatively to release in 2025 yeah and the the studio man people are so pissed about it the studio is super hated (laughs) yes well not the studio more so the uh the publisher i thought it was the main dude quantum dreams the fucking yeah yeah it's quantum dreams that they're pissed about because they don't treat their employees very well at all okay uh, they do crunch and they do like they treat them like shit, and it's doesn't it's like, every job. Not that I'm defending it, but don't doesn't every job do crunch to some degree? To some degree, but I think they took it to the extreme. Huh. Um, you know, like yeah, apparently this is a very bad company. You know, it's right up there with fucking Blizzard and the other bad companies. <laughs> but we still play the games, man. It, it's kind of it feels like yeah. a double edged sword. Like Th- that's how I it get is, it. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you want to bring awareness to that shit? Yeah, it needs to end. Like treat your people like human beings, right? But then how do we not buy the game? And then by not buying the game, now you're fucking up those jobs in general for the people who are actually working on them that are not bad people. So just sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the fucking game though. It looks pretty cool. It does look good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the uh, major awards that were announced that night, um, I wrote down a few. Best action game was Returnal, which is something that I really want to play. I just don't like the idea. I know that the, you can start saving from now on, but it's not like a permanent save. It's typically one of those games like you have to sit down and play it from start to finish um, in order to beat it. And if you don't, you basically have to restart. And that's kind of I'm waiting for them to to fix that. Uh, best narrative game, which was surprising to me, was the Guardians of the Galaxy game that just came out. Um, got best narrative. So that was interesting. And then best action adventure, Metroid Dread, most anticipated game, Elden Ring, which is the George R.R. R. Martin game. I'm not I'm not looking forward to that game. Finish your damn books, George. Yeah, I think he did finish them, dude. He's waiting. He's waiting to release it. They have to be done. When's the winner? Give me it. Just so I can see everyone get mad. Fuck. Everyone's going to get mad at the ending of that, too. No, they won't, because they fucking... Come on. Yeah, I won't run for any. I love Jon Snow. You haven't seen the Hawkeye show yet, have you? Nah. They have a guy in there who we, my wife and I keep referring to as Budget Jon Snow. Yeah. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy for now. How many yeah, episodes? Now. Six? Six or eight? Six, and tomorrow's it's the finale, bad. man. That's not bad. Oh, I'll binge yeah, it. That dude looks like fucking a budget version of Jon Snow. It's, you can't unsee it after you think it. 
Um, let's see, game of the year, it takes two. And yeah, those are the bigger, the bigger games that uh, won awards. Uh, last two things I have here. Um, Hawkeye series finale. I just mentioned it. It's tomorrow by the time we're recording. Yeah, it's tomorrow. And uh, I put this in exclamation marks. Spider-Man No Way Home. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to talk about it during what watch, but spoiler free for, for Todd. me too. For Todd. Yes. Mm-hmm. For Todd there. Uh, Five star review for, for Steve there on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Oh, Spider- <laughs> Spider-Man's like my favorite. Yeah. Okay. That's above Ghostbusters Characters. for you. If you yeah. could add more stars to that rating system, that, that movie easily would receive more than five for sure on Letterboxd. Uh, but I think it's a perfect segue because our next little uh, segment here is what watch played in red. So Steve, you take it. All right. Uh, so I have two movies and one game that I want to talk about. So um, the first movie, actually it's three movies. Sorry, I didn't play anything uh, worth noting. Uh, so three movies that I watched over the last couple of weeks. Uh, the first one, we just mentioned it, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home. Uh, you know, it's tough to talk about without spoiling it. So all I'm going to say is that it was everything I wanted it to be. Just fucking fantastic film. Uh, it had so many, like, jump up out of your seat moments. Like, what the fuck? That's awesome. You know, kind of thing. So that was yes. really cool. Um, very nostalgic. Very, uh, it's just good. Uh, and on top of that, surprisingly, very deep and emotional. Uh, yep. For a film, you know, they close out a lot of uh, storylines and stuff. And yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I absolutely can't fucking wait to see um, to see it again when it comes out on Blu-ray, and then uh, to see where this franchise goes next because. Very, very exciting uh, what they're doing with it. And yeah, it was fantastic. Um, the other two movies I want to talk about, one of them is a Christmas movie, and that's 8-Bit Christmas. So this oh, is yeah. a movie with Neil Patrick Harris where he talks about his story of how he got his uh, NES when he was a kid. And that movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 just, it's just a fun, nostalgic trip. It really, really, really reminded me of my childhood because it takes place in the eighties. The group of friends kind of reminded me of the friends I had back then and just, you know, going together, concocting these like really stupid plans together and the like joy we'd have. And, you know, back then, because there was no internet, when you heard something like, for example, and they bring it up in a movie, the power glove, it was like, the fucking power glove. glove. I remember first hearing about it and the possibilities and my friends and I would like you know uh just think about oh how cool would be which games would be good with like Mike Tyson's punch out and it was like this mythical fucking item that really not (laughs) a lot of people had because it was expensive for the time you know um and I wonder what I wonder how much it cost back I'm gonna look it up I don't know but I so I had a friend who had one who finally got one and we all went over to his house and it was this big event and it was a piece of shit, man. Like, <laughs> yes, it, just it was. Didn't work for goddamn shit. It was terrible, <laughs> uh, but it just looks so cool. It's like wearing the fucking Infinity Gauntlet, you know. Uh, <laughs> and the movie just captures a lot of stuff like that: going to toy stores, playing with your friends, and I really enjoyed it. I just wasn't prepared, and again, I won't spoil it because it's new for how this movie would end. Which, total curveball. It's a, yeah, total fucking curveball. 
which was interesting choice for this you don't need you movie. Don't, it's not even you know how most movies telegraph something right like there's always telegraphing <laughs> some major part this was not telegraphed at all it was like aliens hey, or what we're we talking aliens no we're talking no, no. like, like kick, we're talking like kick you in the nuts like oh, oh fuck wow. yeah yeah. Hey, Steve. Uh, the the introductory price for the Power Glove was seventy five dollars, and as of two two thousand nineteen, that would have been one hundred and fifty five dollars. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I it, it felt well you, when you're a kid, that feels very expensive, right? Hell yeah. Um. So yeah. So so that's uh, my second movie, and the third one's not really a geek movie, but it's not horror either. So I just wanted to kind of fit it in Throw somewhere, it in and that's uh, Pig starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. yeah. So in this one, a um, a chef who uh, has retired from the job and has gone living on his own as a truffle farmer with this pig who truffle can find butter. these super expensive truffles. Uh, you know, he's living his life and just enjoying it. He sells truffles to a rich kid once a week and that's his whole life. But then one night his pig gets stolen and he's like, I want my fucking pig back. So he contacts the rich guy and together they go on this adventure in this city uh, to find his pig. And it turns out that he was like a really infamous character in that city and everyone knows him and they like fear his name almost, despite him just being a chef. Like he's not even like fucking John Wick, but they treat him almost like he's John Wick, like just hearing his Don't name. Don't fuck with that guy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, and honestly, the movie was fucking good. Like, really? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, you know, it's because of not... Nick Cage or the story, both kind of. Um, it's Nick Cage does a really great job in this one. Like he's he's actually a really good actor in this particular film. He sells that character very well. It's a bit of a slow burn. It's got one. It's one of those like Academy baiting type movies. You know, so if you know what that means, that's exactly we what saw, this movie is. Instead of slow burn, can we call it the Maganaro effect? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but honestly, I really enjoyed it. It was it was very unique film, and I think people should check it out. I mean, even President Obama had it on his top of the year oh, list shit. that he releases every year. So, what yeah, about pick. that Nick Cage self movie coming out? Oh fuck, that looks amazing. A good cast behind him too. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that film, and as far as I was saying in uh, the Discord, that I think all of Nick Cage's movies have been leading to this one point. Like this is <laughs> this the, moment. This, this is, is the Marvel Avengers end game <laughs> yeah. of Nick Cage movies where he plays himself. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. crazy. Huh. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. So that's all I have. All right. Todd, do you want to go or you want me to take it? I'll go. Um, okay. Read that uh, silently. I will go. Deception. <laughs> uh, Deception. No, Halo, Halo, shush. Halo Infinite came out. <laughs> Uh, Steve, did you start it? No, I, I'm gonna do it over the holidays. Oh, I've been, I've just been too busy. Said he's doing it Sunday. Here we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Halo Infinite. I mean, we all know it's you know Halo fucking franchise is gigantic, um, and I'm digging it, man. I think it's a true return to form. However, the open world, I I really like open world in like GTA because it makes sense. But with games like this, I just it doesn't make. Do? Well, not even that. It just doesn't make sense that, like, if you think about it from a, like, makes sense point of view, there's no <laughs> okay. way they wouldn't wipe Master Chief off the planet or off the ring, you know what I mean? Because the, the story is you're on a ring and you're alone and you're, like, um, trying to, you know, help UNSC survivors, shit like that. But, like, there's too much 
there's too much time in between missions and like um you know missions to you know clear fob or whatever so it's just like unbelievable it makes it a little bit boring when it gets to the story though it's awesome it's like just like halo used to be but there's like too much in between that i don't like that being said i still think it's like a contender for my favorite game of the year that released this year um but then again there wasn't a lot that i played so it's kind of a short list do you have to do the in between or not? Sorry, there's a noise there. Um, no, you don't have to do the in between. Like, you can go like straight from mission to mission, but they okay. make it so like you clear fobs and you get Marines and like you get more gear and shit like that. And then, like, oh, chief, we got a distress signal. More Marines need your help. And like, I can't fucking leave them hanging. So <laughs> you you gotta have clear to. that. They guilt you into that shit. Yeah, they're like, and then, uh, the new Cortana, which is named Weapon, she's like, "Let's go be, let's go be heroes, Chief. These Marines are gonna survive because of us." I'm like, "Gosh, damn it! I'm trying to go to the fucking other mission here, and you're fucking <laughs> guilt tripping me into saving them." Um, are you, how do you feel about those boss battles? Do you feel that they're too enclosed in some of those spaces? I no, saw a few of them. No, I mean, you you go after like there's this group called the Spartan Killers, which are like specifically trained to kill Spartans, and you come across some like fallen Spartans' bodies, and you hear a little bit of their backstory. It's pretty cool. Well, that's kind of cool just neat um you pick up like oh and the grappling hook too i hated it in the trailer but it's so fucking good like whoever <laughs> developed that or thought of it needs a award because it makes the uh the action that much better like if you have a grunt he's about to like fucking throw a grenade at you you fucking fling to him punch his ass like it's it's really good it makes you get out of hairy situations pretty easily too so grappling hook is awesome cool um we got and I don't know if this is for PSVR, Steve, you have to let me know, but Gun Club VR for the Oculus Quest. Um, basically, you just fucking unlock guns and you go to like a warehouse or you do like zombies or you go to like allied invasion, whatever you fight Nazis and you just like pick out whatever gun you want. Um, they make it like really realistic mechanics. So, for example, you hold your, hold your pistol, you have to charge it, you have to um, discharge the mag, put another mag in, charge it again, and fire, things like that. So it makes it really realistic instead of just point and shoot. It's really fun. It's like 20 bucks on the Oculus Store for all the questers out there, and uh, I still can't re recommend that one enough. Oculus Quest is out there. It's 2 dollars Save your cash and get it. Get it. PS4 like is what it, it looks like. PS4, PS4, Oculus Quest, and Microsoft Windows for platforms. Oh, cool. Oh, you might okay. like that one, Steve. Yeah, I'll check it out. That's all you got? That's all I got. A lot of Halo. <laughs> a lot of Halo. All right, I got a couple of things. Uh, I've been reading uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, which is basically like the Marvel Star Wars version of storytelling. So follows like Boba Fett, Four Loms, Zuckus, um, all kinds of cool bounty hunters as they're uh, trying to get Han Solo's uh, fucking body and carbonite to Jabba. It's all this uh, clusterfuck going on in between. It's really cool to see story fleshed out from, you know, Empire to Return. And there's a lot of characters from other movies that have come back. Um, I won't spoil it because I don't know if you guys are going to read it or if it's going to appear in any uh, shows coming up, hint, hint, Book of Boba Fett. Um, but so far, enjoying it. I actually just got another trade paper back in today for it. It's like Darth Vader. Uh, strand of comics it's his his version of what's going on so i'm looking forward to reading that uh this you guys are going to hate me for this one especially you todd but uh assassin's creed came out with the crossover event with odyssey and valhalla basically uh if you played as cassandra you're playing a short story that that crosses her over to uh 
to Valhalla with Eivor. And I got to tell you for the two hours or so each of these little DLCs, it was really, really good. And if this is what the future of Assassin's Creed is going to go with their whole episodic um, new feature game coming out here in a couple of years, it's going to be totally well worth it. Uh, I know you probably still haven't played the DLC, Steve, but I would totally play this shit. It's, it's a cool bridging the gap type story thing going on. Uh, and then as far as what I've watched, I purchased Venom, Let There Be Carnage, thinking that it was going to be a really good film. It's really not, <laughs> for me at least. I know my, my firstborn loved it. I went into it excited. Hold up. It's fucking car- what? You didn't like spoil? something? I didn't like it, no. It, <sighs> what? I'm not really a fan of the whole Eddie Brock. I thought you um, liked the first one. I still haven't seen either, but I thought you liked the first one. I enjoyed it for what it was, but I didn't, I'm not completely sold with Tom Hardy and the take on, on Venom and stuff. Like, I mean, it's better than Toby's or not Toby's. Uh, what's his fucking face? Spider-Man three. Go for grace. Topher. It's way better than dude, Eric. Topher. Simulac the geeky is going to beat your ass for saying this. Dude. You didn't realize that, right? I don't, I don't give a fuck. Topher <laughs> is terrible as Venom, just like he was terrible in a uh, predator. He's got to be better than fucking the... Tom Hardy. I got a problem. <laughs> I don't even understand what Tom Hardy's saying half the time. <laughs> I need subtitles for that shit. But this movie was just took all these great ideas and just blew it out the ass because it wasn't that good for me. Uh, don't, don't don't get me wrong. The end credit scene was fucking spectacular. It's the best part of the movie for me. Um, but yeah, not really excited about it. I still I own it now, so whatever. Um, and then as far as Spider Man No Way uh, Home goes. Steve hit it on all cylinders. I mean, that movie, there's only so many times in your life that you're going to be able to experience that one movie that's going to completely capture you and have you think about it like top tier fucking movie. And that that movie was everything. Let me uh you guys, I mean, I loved um Infinity War, not so much Endgame, but put it put a little ranking together for me with like the oh, last, shit. I don't know, five or so Marvel movies. You you liked Infinity War, but not Endgame? I did not like it. I just thought I didn't like how it went out. I love Captain America's end of his story, but the rest of it yeah. is kind of a little boring to me. I mean, it, it's hard. I mean, ranking it, I can rank it for sure. I mean, for me, Endgame, I liked Endgame a lot um, for reasons that I can't spoil, but Endgame for sure. And literally Spider-Man No Way Home is like on its ass. Like not very far behind it, man. It gets small, the farts coming out of Captain's ass. Um, and then Infinity War for sure. But is that, is that you too, Steve? Or what's, no, what's no your... uh, actually, I'd put Endgame as my favorite, Infinity War second, and then Spider Man uh, Far From Home. But I mean, growing up a Marvel fan, to have all the fucking Marvel characters in one movie that is like cool. Im- impossible to top, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like they could have just fucking stood there and had a conversation for three hours. It would have been great. It, it, it Eating shawarma. Like, yeah. Uh, it's just the way it is, you know? But this one, just being in the same realm as those two is such a achievement to me so uh yeah it, those are probably my top three followed by like after that it would probably be captain america winter soldier and yeah uh, you know then it'll go down but yeah those are my top i know how much you love spider-man todd so this movie i think if you're gonna take your boy to go watch it like he'll he'll it'll be a lasting memory for him like this will be like that perfect mm-hmm. son father fucking movie you know where the yeah. where the baton's being tossed from you to him because it's if it's not a five on your fucking letterbox then you got fucking problems 
What about a four and a half? If I give it a four and a half. <laughs> if you get a four and a half, you just don't ever I mean, watch. I mean, I gave, I gave fucking Spider-Man three a three and a half. So I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm all right. Sucks. It so does not stupid. fucking suck. It we'll get so into it again. Let's fucking, fucking side quest yeah. it right now. Spider-Man three should have never existed. <laughs> it's okay. fucking terrible. Please, please admit that at least the fucking no. theme song for Peter Parker is cool. No, nothing about what? that movie. The good. fuck? You know the, the, the video of, that movie? of I can't see that movie. That that song is not good. The, the best on. part of that fucking movie is when it's over, Todd. <laughs> when the credits roll, <laughs> because that is fucking. You should uh, play that if you're like a CIA fucking interrogator. Play Spider-Man Three. <laughs> play it for Al Qaeda. Be like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> they fucking like it. So fucking oh. bad. You you can tell me that his theme song isn't at least fucking good. It doesn't do anything for you. <laughs> Nothing. <sighs> Whatever. I'll move along. And the only thing I like about Toby Spider-Man is that he performed that lunch fucking scene when he caught all the things like in real life. There's no CGI. He had you to don't like do that. You don't like any of Toby Spider-Man's? Yeah. Spider-Man 2 is a fucking a classic. I, Spider-Man 1's great. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah, I, like, yeah. I like Toby Spider-Man because it's the Spider-Man I was introduced to, which I think is fair to say for all of us. But honestly, removing Tom out of it, I liked Andrew Garfield's a little bit more. Really, I'm not saying that Toby was terrible, but I just, oh, you like Andrew you like Garfield. Andrew Garfield himself better than I liked that, him his his portrayal because, and I know it's such a stupid he's, take. He's, uh, go ahead. It's such a stupid take, but like even like with Mary Jane and fucking Flash and stuff in those movies, it's that it's that effect of where you have these obviously older than high school fucking people portraying <laughs> high school people. I can't. It fucking bothers me. I see. I, I like I like all of them. I like all three. Um, They're good. Yeah. But our, Andrew Garfield to me was the weakest because I didn't buy him as Peter Parker because he's too handsome. If that makes sense, like he's too not handsome. he's not nerdy. No, I'm serious. Like he's not nerdy. He's not geeky. Unlike you know Tobey Maguire, who's a fucking geek. Tom Holland kind of has that problem too. Like he's a handsome guy, but like at least he's like kind of fucking super geek. That, that's my problem with Andrew Garfield. Like he's yeah, my, too my too first point keeps talking shit about emo Spider Man. Tell her I said, what's up? Let's fight. Let's go. <laughs> She's like, dad, emo Spider-Man is the fucking worst. You know, she didn't say fucking, obviously. Yeah, she, she said, hey, motherfucker. Emo yeah, Spider-Man I, 3 is the fucking worst. Tell Todd I said if I that. Ever, if I ever let her cuss, it would beat the Spider-Man 3 and what a piece of shit. Tell her I challenge her to fucking Mario Kart right That's now. That's why I'm so scared Madness. about the Multiverse of Madness coming out. Because Sam Raimi no is doing it. Say no more. <laughs> I'm scared. He's going to blow his fucking wad on just a Bruce Campbell fucking cameo. <laughs> don't mute it talk to me okay okay uh that's all i have though spider-man no way home please go watch it soon we go again later. fucking spider-man 3 cj please. coming out go go, go watch it go watch it soon i will if she's got a cough i can't go with the cough i don't want to be that fucking guy no no, no i know i know and it it sucks but I, I i appreciate you doing the the right thing and not being that person because that would have sucked but uh honestly i don't think anybody would have cared in the movie that movie's so good so anyways moving on spider-man 3 sucks Listener questions. We have one from some dude named Steve. You heard of him? Yeah, he's handsome. He's awesome. Yeah, I, heard, <laughs> I heard Steve is way better than Spider-Man 3. It's not Andrew Garfield handsome, but he's right. That's right. <laughs> he, this, fucking Steve is like John Bernthal handsome. Go make me some fucking cookies with some nuts in them. Let's go. <laughs> oh, <three>. my God. <laughs> fucking, Give, me Give me some milk. Give me some milk. Oh, my pop my fucking collar. 
snap my finger because that's what the alien it's because that's what he fucking it's not the alien it's not the fucking alien it's peter parker who's a fucking geek fuck that's why it makes sense because he's a fucking geek fuck if it was andrew garfield he'd be like i'm just gonna fucking watch youtube because that's what fucking people like i'm fucking cool shut the fuck up (laughs) anyways listener question from our very own steve top three favorite scenes in non-horror film history he just threw a fucking hammer on us dude like he didn't even say like the last like year. He said history. Repeat again because that's coming up with my follow up to Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top three favorite scenes in non horror film history. God. I'll go first. I'll go first. And these are it's a show by these itself. are these are what came up in my head like as I read the question. So they're not necessarily film history, but Avengers Endgame on your left when all the fucking characters come back. And fight, that shit is just. It's I still get the chills watching that shit. Um, it's really good. Uh, can't spoil this one, but I put it on here because it's a fresh watch. Spider Man No Way Home for various reasons. Uh, but my third one, Obi Wan and Anakin fighting in Episode Three. To me, that I'm not really a huge fan of the prequels, but that fucking scene, Anakin, I shall do what I must. You will try. Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum. Fucking great. Can't wait to see the fucking. You were supposed to destroy the fucking Sith, not join them. <laughs> you were the chosen one. It was said you'd destroy the Sith, not join them. And when he fucking looks at him and says, oh, I hate you. That's oh. great. It's a great scene. Fucking hurts my heart, man. Steve, it's your question. What you got? Uh, we're doing I, non-horror. Sorry, we're doing non-horror. Can't non- be horror. Non- yeah, non-horror. Not horror. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, I 100% agree. My favorite scene of all time is on your left. Um, yeah. Like, holy shit. That was just crap on your left. Yeah. Fucking insane of a scene. It was so good. Like yeah. you said, like, I don't know how much better it could be said. All those fucking characters on screen. No, exactly. It was so, like, I thought uh, Thor's return in Infinity War was fucking amazing. Was cool when he but, gets to Wakanda. Yeah, but man, the end game just like blew that out of the water. Um, <laughs> so, so, so that's my first one. My second one, uh, it wouldn't be a geek one, but the ending to the Shawshank Redemption, like every time. Oh, I'm yeah. Happy to see it. And my third one, and the reason I asked this question, I think it might be Vader's entrance uh, in, the, uh, in the tunnel there, in this one, in Rogue One. In this movie, I was yeah. like, "A New Hope." <laughs> no, no, in, in this in Rogue One, and I actually oh, think I they could have done it that. better. And I'll talk about really? that during the review. Yeah, I, I think it could have been done better, but I'll explain why in the movie. But despite that, fuck that scene, just like oh, <laughs> it, I was so happy when I saw it in theater <laughs> the first time. And what was added, like in the la- that same week before yeah, the movie right, released, exactly. they added it. They yeah. filmed it and added that shit. Exactly. But wow. if we're going to count TV shows as well, Luke Skywalker's return in Mandalorian would be up there as well. God, I love that. No, Todd hasn't seen it yet. You just spoiled it. It's not Mandalorian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Luke comes back? Yeah. Um, Come on. It's tough. I didn't read the questions beforehand, unlike you. We only had like five hours to read them, but whatever. Whatever, bitch. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll go... the best. I like when Toby goes dancing <laughs> down the road. So my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes, is where uh, James Franco in Spider Man Three is eating pie, and he <laughs> yeah. goes, and the yeah. waitress is like, "How's the pie?" And he's like, 
so good. <laughs> so that's number, good. <laughs> that's number after one. He, after he basically told Toby, I fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> While they're cooking omelets. Okay, I take it back. That's the one scene I like in Spider-Man. Thing. All right. Shut so good. Um, <laughs> Captain America almost lifting Thor's hammer. And then he's like such Ooh, a great guy that he's like, Ultron. I'm not going to fuck. I'm not going to put him on the spot right now. I'm going to pretend that it just shook a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get that payoff like six movies later where he can actually hold it. And he's oh. like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. Great scene. Great scene. Um, then another one that pops into mind is fucking Die Hard, man. Hans Gruber <laughs> falling out of the fucking Nakatomi Plaza. Like Bruce Willis is like, he's done. He's fucked up. He's got one bullet left. He's hiding the fucking gun behind his back. How cool is that? It wouldn't, real, um, it wouldn't happen in real life. And th- that's not even my favorite scene in that movie. <laughs> well, that's a, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. Hans Gruber. I'm just throwing stuff out there that like, comes right, right, my right. Um, It's a hard question. It is a freaking hard question. And then Star Wars A New Hope, where Obi-Wan turns a corner in like, the fucking Death Star, and fucking Darth Vader standing there with his lightsaber already ignited. I wish they had a better it, battle. Well, they do. I sent you that remaster. I know. One, but I saw that. Steve loved no. it, too. But the uh, no, the specifically is where he just turns a corner and Darth Vader's fucking what's up, motherfucker? Because if you think about it, like the last time they saw each other, unless they do some canon revisions, was when Obi-Wan let me was let, death. Me, let me correct you though, because I was thinking the same thing, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's already pretty much been confirmed that Obi Wan and Darth Vader are going to fight again Ugh. in the show. And I thought the same thing you did because no. the last fight that we know is Mustafar, right? Yeah, but. There's no saying that there could have been a meetup and a fight before, and that Vader's actually alluding yeah, to whatever yes. fight they're gonna have in Obi Wan. So, but I'd like, yeah, when we last met, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. They better Only pull the some... master of evil dies. <laughs> <laughs> they better pull out some like really legitimate filmmaking prowess because why wouldn't Darth Vader kill him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, Earlier Vader's... than that. Vader has no fucking limbs. He's burnt to a I know that, crisp. but he he wouldn't leave Obi-Wan alive if he knew where he was, you know? So they better pull up some he, some good storytelling well, there. He probably just was able to minimize his presence in the Force like Luke did in Last Jedi. No, I'm saying if if they fought again in oh, the, okay. the series coming out, they better make it... They better not just be like, uh, Darth Vader loses against. All right, I'll, I'll fucking leave him alone but for 30 But you gotta, rem- you gotta remember, though, that Vader's learning his body now Fuck that Vader. he's in a fucking cybernetic armor. So. <laughs> yeah, but he's- everyone aged like 50 years in a matter of like 10. I bet you we're gonna get like a uh, Force thing, like, hey, he's been using the Force and it's been taking a toll on his that, body. You know, that's one of the good things I liked about Last Jedi was the whole, um, or was it Rise of Sky? No, it's Last Jedi, when Rey and fucking... Luke? Ben Swallow, we're talking to each other Swallow. through, through yeah. time or whatever. That was really cool. I like that part. That was cool. It was a new force power. It was cool to see yeah. on screen. Hey, she might be coming in. Uh, Daisy Ridley might be she coming might be out in MCU. Ooh, MCU uh, fucking universe soon. She's in talks. Possibly Spider Girl. Gwen Stacy? Huh? Gwen Stacy? It's not going to be what's Ooh, her face? Or maybe Gwen Stacy. Girlfriend? I don't know. Garfield. He he's technically Sony, isn't he? Andrew. Andrew. He's, yeah, he's yeah, Sony. He's, yeah, well, they're they're all Sony. Sony technically. Yeah, true. It's just part of the MCU. But anyway, well, Star Wars is just great at uh, uh, history, film history in general. <laughs> Fucking love Star Wars. Anyways, um, I thought we had Hold more. Hold on, questions. I'm gonna change Die Hard to the fucking Death Star run, dude. Oh shit! Oh, fucking Luke, blasted pigs! Where are you? 
<laughs> it's just fucking like it's it's fantastic. You got Han Solo come in and save the day, and he fucking. Is there a problem with your targeting computer, Luke? He's like, no, I'm just fucking around up here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. can we not? This we're depending on you in the battle. He's like, nah. I'm hey, how, how bad do you feel for fucking Porkins, dude? That dude can barely like turn left and right. He's <laughs> fucking shit. He's like fucking fat motherfucker. He gave me hope that I could. They had no pilot. fucking PT requirements in the Rebel Alliance, apparently. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> we could have put an astromech in your ship because you're too fat. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on back there fucking love the death star it's uh, like if you look at it now with an adult eye it's so fucking slow and like boring compared to like the space battle in rogue one that we'll talk about but yeah that is fucking cool but you know it's crazy because people like with the sequel trilogy are like oh you know how the hell did ray do this and do that well fucking luke did the same thing dude he was a fucking farm boy in the beginning and a rebel hero at the end maybe i had like months of training though months of training what yeah he was on the fucking the motherf- Millennium Falcon the motherfucker, there was no break no it was light speed dude nah, motherfucker, he's on. that's no moon all right to all be right. fair though let's go let's compare ray fights kylo ren with yes. zero training none but she and, and defeats him in the first movie yeah there's reasons for that I don't give a fuck about the reasons, dude. He said stuff. The force was flowing. I don't care how how powerful I am in the force. If I don't, Uh, if I fight a guy that's like a trained fencer, he's gonna kick my ass. How do you know he's a trained? He's dark side. Oh my god, motherfucker! Because he uh, move along. Dark side clubs everything. That doesn't make sense. Help me here. Stop eating yourself and laughing. You're laughing. I know it. (laughs) I'm just I'm just enjoying the show. Bail me he out. wants he wants like fucking explanations right then and there and then you there's no fucking like, way no, no, there's no that kylo ren happen. who defeated luke skywalker and destroyed the fucking oh jedi God. temple the jedi whatever he didn't defeat it. luke skywalker shut he up fucking he brought fucking a building just, he, down on them he immobilized he, he, he fucking, didn't beat him okay he did not beat him he destroyed the new jedi order whatever you want to call it i don't know because you know all the stuff better than i do but then he loses to a girl even fucking snoke you lost to a girl with no training or some shit like that that's just how powerful she is Oh, okay, being strong makes you a fucking sword fighter. <laughs> Got it. I've yeah. I've sensed this raw power once before. Raw power, and it fucking raw power. Then, you, and it scares me now. There's Send your fucking the doctor, the raw So shut up. Going on. <laughs> Send me. Don't make promises you can't keep. Oh shit. <laughs> but that's all I have for Steve from questions tonight. I don't know if we got any more. Yeah. No, there were some other ones. It's because you put in the okay. wrong place again in the chat. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. have a we have a spot. For questions where did i put it you put in um as discussed on the podcast, podcast. yeah uh, Wait, where am i going questions so we, for the podcast so we got one from uh odd job uh double versus double seven which is cody uh looking back at the it. year what are some of your guys highlight in gaming and movies fuck <laughs> spider-man <laughs> you know what for me honestly for games i played a lot of cool fucking games this year and i know we're doing a top five but I've got to give it to Steve uh, for recommending the Angry Video Game Nerd game. That shit was, <laughs> I still I still can't sleep because of that fucking game. And it challenged you in a way that you probably hadn't been challenged before. <laughs> ever, so. yeah. ever in my life. Todd? I'm still trying to think. I mean, I really like Dune. I know you didn't like it, but you're also like really into like um, I didn't unrealistic sci-fi movies like Star Wars. Um, oh my god you <laughs> shut up dune was so uh, stupid that's a maganaro effect movie right there that's fucking here's great. three hours and then here's zendaya and the movie's over okay it wasn't about zendaya it's about fucking paul fuck paul what kind of what kind of alien species gives her hey this is paul this is paul 
Falcon. Everyone's got an alien name, we but want... this is Paul, guys. Le- Leto is an alien name. Uh, Jessica is that an alien? Shut up. Jessica Pava? No, Jessica fucking Atreides, a fucking his mom. Shush. Uh, <laughs> Dune was great. It's a great adaptation of the book. Um, Dune suck. God, you suck. I don't know, man. Like, was there? I mean, Ghostbusters can go both ways. I'm gonna personally put it on my horror list, but in case I can understand the argument for it not being on there, even though I don't agree. So, Ghostbusters was amazing. Loved it. Um, favorite of the movie? Well, it's a great movie. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> no. So, and for me, I mean, you didn't like I, Ghostbusters? I didn't watch it. I haven't seen uh, it. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> we can end the podcast right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, Spider Man uh, was definitely the highlight of the year. Ghostbusters, if we're including horror. Um, yeah, as far as games, though, I mean, I'll talk about my top five and it'll be in there. Uh, what my favorite you know, games were, but uh, I didn't play a ton last of- year where it's top whatever we played this year or does it have to be 2021 no no it's whatever we played that's what okay. i did anyway gotcha, gotcha. Uh, because I, I haven't played many 2021 games not when i was actually looking at the list of the games i played yeah, me either uh out of my five movie uh games on my list there's only two of them they're 2021 games so yeah I, I like to play stuff late when you know either it's cheaper on game pass or you know i had time to like digest it so yeah um, and we have one last little series of questions, but this one is from Chuck, and they're audio Ooh. questions. Ooh, so, you uh, sexy Tennessee bastard. Chuck, uh, what's your first question? Hey, Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. It is I, Captain Amazing 85, aka Chuck, with a few questions to finish off the year. First off, in either geek or gaming, what were your biggest disappointments of the year? Dune. <laughs> I can't be a disappointment because you're not like a fan of the franchise. No, I know. Give me a hard time. Jeez. Biggest disappointment in geek or gaming. Watching the Rogue fact- One. <laughs> <laughs> you, fuck you. The fact that we haven't got any fucking information on uh GTA six yet <laughs> and that we keep getting GTA five fucking ports to new systems, that sucks. All these movies that were uh canceled in 2020. And delayed into 2021 being total fucking flops like the matrix i'm hearing oh i'm so upset. i forgot that's out in a couple days huh tomorrow well oh hbo yeah. is it hbo hbo yeah, max HBO yeah max. don't look at the reviews man you're it's not gonna make you want to watch it i'll go in blind i mean i i love the first three so you like all see. three of them i mean obviously the first one's amazing and then they go downhill from there but i still enjoy them all yeah i watched one and two so far i gotta watch third one and then the new one tomorrow yeah. So what were your disappointments, Todd, this year? Yeah, I'm looking at my list right here, and I, I agree. Like as far Sorry. as video games were, Cyberpunk has got to be up there. Oh, you know? that's a very they fixed good point. It. They fixed no, it. They did not fix it. They they can't fix the AI. Like no, no. Shitty. I shit you not. My buddy from work who waited until it went on sale. I said the same thing. He's like, hey, I just started playing Cyberpunk, and I said, okay, how is it? He's like, well, considering all the hate and shit it got before, like he didn't play it though when it launched, though, did he? uh i don't i think he played was there a demo i thought he played something some portion of it but he said he said he is like super invested in the game that it is completely like 180 and he's having a lot of fun with it so i actually fucking made sure it was still installed because i was like well maybe i'll dive into it i fucking bought it so but i get it cyberpunk launch sucked but all game launches suck though 
Most of them do. Yeah, but yeah, not, not at that level. <laughs> that level of sucking like you, you get like bad servers, yeah, but in development for 10 years damn, and it's unplayable. <laughs> it, it it's terrible. It well, okay, granted, you know, I haven't played it since they quote unquote fixed it, but you you can't fix that AI. You have to like redo the entire game. And from what I've seen online comparing it to even GTA five, it's not even in the same ballpark. GTA five came yeah, out that's fair. X amount of years ago and just the reactions of the NPCs are are trash and they still are and you know, maybe I'm wrong, and I'm definitely going to revisit it once it goes down to like ten bucks with like every DLC ever imaginable. But um, <laughs> the whole package. Yeah, biggest letdown game wise, definitely that movie. I mean, games and game. Yeah, there you go. And the movies, I'm still trying to look at my list to see what could have pissed me off or not. But didn't see a lot of non horror this year. Yeah, you guys did a lot of fucking fucking Steve did a shit ton Steve. of horror, man. Yeah, horror, but not not a lot of non horror either. Um, for me, uh, for movie. My biggest disappointment is probably Mortal Kombat, uh, just because I had such high expectations for that movie, and it wasn't as good as I had hoped. So that was better than Annihilation. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that was hard, you know. <laughs> um, and also, uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage. You know, I, I didn't hate it, but it definitely it could have been a lot more than what they gave us. It, it basically was just a big symbiote like the battle. It was like know, a love. It was like movie. a love story. It was. It was just, it was weird. Like uh, Venom, the whole Venom relationship with Eddie Brock is was, weird. Was funny in the first one, but they overplayed it in this one. It's getting almost too slapstick. And yes, it's just not my type of comedy. So that was a bummer as well. As far as games go, there's only one game that really disappointed me this year. I expected better from it, and that's Mondo's fault. Uh, oh, it, was, it was Control. <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck. oh i forgot we played that was yeah, that this year that was this year um oh fuck it just wasn't Take control yeah. it, it just wasn't good you know uh, it wasn't very, bad it wasn't good okay. <laughs> it was it was bad for sure yeah this <laughs> is super bad i my, put invincible my, mode on and just skipped all the dialogue all right my favorite game my favorite game of the year was resident evil 7 i really appreciate you guys <laughs> picking that and being able to play it from you know one minute to five minutes thank you you're missing out, man. Sucks you didn't play that. Right. I you Resident know Evil Four's got VR port. I don't know if Steve's played that yet, but it will make me isn't fucking it, sick. Aren't, isn't the remake coming out soon? Or the rumor at least? It's a rumor. It's not official yet. Hmm. Um. All right. So uh, let's get to Chuck's second question here. What were your most pleasant surprises of the year? Uh, Loki TV series. I thought that was gonna suck. I thought it was pretty good though. Anything Disney Plus though has been pretty fucking rad. Um, but number one has to fucking waiting from January to fucking December for Spider-Man. I I it's gonna get old hearing this, but that fucking movie is just so good. So for me, movie-wise, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, most pleasant surprise was a question. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say um overall the quality of Disney Plus, because I thought it was going to be like, you know, watered down kid shit. And, you know, it does apply to some or, you know, appeal to some kids. But uh, like I told you guys earlier, like Loki was one of my favorite Marvel things I've seen recently. And um, if Hawkeye's any indication or if that's any indication how Hawkeye's going to be. I think you're going to love Hawkeye. Yeah, because I love the the retro slash futuristic feel and Owen Wilson fucking killed it. Yeah, so, he's fucking amazing. Yeah, that's a fucking great show. But overall, in general, Disney Plus, like really really fucking delivering so looking forward to uh, bubble fat in a couple days oh dude don't eight fucking days man 
Yeah, and, and I'm I'm in the same boat. Uh, of the Disney Plus shows are just so fucking good, and you know I don't know what my favorite one is. It's tough to say, but it might be Hawkeye. You know, yeah, uh, it's just it's got its own vibe, and it really took a character that it was probably one of my least favorite Avengers and catapulted him to being made like, him good. Uh, yeah, he, they they really redeemed that character in this show like you really understand what his deal is in the show and it's, what he's going through everything right you see it from a different perspective from the perspective of a regular guy in these fucking adventures you know and yeah. it's a really interesting um like situation to be in and how he's like kind of the least famous avenger and they play on a lot of stuff that you wouldn't expect and it's a great fucking show and that would probably be my biggest surprise this year as far as before, before we go to the next one though, real quick. Um, as far as gaming for me, Ghost of Tsushima. If you guys haven't played it yet, I almost bought have, it. I almost bought it the other it's day. It's so fucking good. Like you don't even have to play it on PS5. Obviously, it's the better experience. But Ghost of Tsushima is. I shitted on that game when it was announced, <laughs> and I take it all back. It was so good. Yeah. Hey, just a reminder, uh, John. We knew Captain America wasn't wrong. Just keep it fresh. Hey, if just you don't dress fresh. up like fucking John Walker for Halloween <laughs> next year, I will be disappointed. Hey, it's Captain America. No, it's I'm fucking I'm US John agent. Walker. US agent. <laughs> yeah. And and that I was telling Steve um off the chat, we've talked, and I was kind of worried at first. Like there's so much going on in the Marvel universe, even with Hawkeye finale tomorrow, unannounced shows itself to come out, like Moon Knight, She Hulk, and stuff. After seeing Spider-Man and what they're doing, like fucking mind is blown like i i know you said it before todd that you get like the superhero fatigue but i assure you watching fucking hawkeye and spider-man is gonna fucking tickle your butthole a little if it's not tickled i'm coming for you (laughs) to get a tickle (laughs) let me let me eskimo kiss it all right uh and the last question from chuck and our last question this week Last question is for Steve. What are you going to do with your trivia winning, sir? And while we're at it, if the other two would have won, what would they have bought? Thanks for a great year, guys. Look forward to another one. And yeah, let's go. It's not over yet. Oh, wait, I, I do trivia today. Point. Yes, we are. <laughs> I, did I, said we are. I didn't I even write tw- any questions well, down. Fucking wing it because I got 25, 25 <laughs> point question coming for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's not over till. <laughs> The three uh, fat well, asses sing. Steve, what is, <laughs> Steve, what are you gonna do with those fucking winnings, dude? Um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna buy something that reminds me of like each of you. So oh, something shit. so for uh with Todd's money, I'm gonna buy um what's it an an evening with Beverly Lufflin, which is the uh <laughs> yeah. movie from the uh Greasy Strangler guys. You like oh it. You like God. it. It's one he's been recommending all year, and I've been really curious. I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah, yeah watch Greasy. Did you watch Greasy Mondo real quick? I haven't watched Greasy or oh, Santa's no. Slaves. I gotta watch. Well, don't watch it with the girls anywhere. <laughs> no, <laughs> not anywhere in the same house. Send them to the grandma. Yeah. Hey, uh, Shutter's got a lot of good Giallo, uh, yeah, Giallo films out right now. Oh my God, I fucking love right now. <laughs> Yeah, but so, what are you gonna buy for me and for you i'm gonna it won't be the full uh, thing but i'll you know a pacifier pay, pay the difference uh no it's gonna be guardians of the galaxy um uh, oh shit okay yeah, so i i know it's something you've been talking about since it came it's out good. on sale right now steve yeah no i know uh, and that's what i'm gonna buy with 
Mondo's. I'll, I'm gonna, no, I'm going to give you the full extent of that for that to cover the whole cost of that. No, no, no. That no. Hey, play, the, play no. by the rules, Mondo. Yeah. Don't fucking start. <laughs> that game's good. Don't start overachieving. Oh, I'm always uh, an overachieving. And he wants to know no. what you guys would have bought had you won the trivia. Ooh, good question. Well, it had to have been, had been video game or non-horror themed, right? So I'd probably just go on Amazon and look up, you know, sci-fi movies or whatever and buy as many as I could. If you were to look at my Amazon list and, well, not even knowing it was mine, be like, what fucking kid has this shit on their fucking list? <laughs> I, have, I have so many Star Wars fucking books on pre-order and shit um, that I probably would have bought something Star Wars related for sure. Uh, they have the Darksaber coming out for like 250 nice. bucks so that definitely would have went towards it <laughs> i would have definitely put a difference for that one <laughs> yeah something star wars related comic books upcoming books like that that's my go-to very nice yeah all right well, so that's all the questions we got are you really gonna do your 25 fucking point question because yeah i just want i just want i just want to hear the question <laughs> well you guys will play then no i just want to hear the question ask it no you're just fucking doing Steve is not one officially yet until I say he's one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Here are my questions. I'm the keymaker. <laughs> Shut up. Are you the keymaster? Um, sorry. Okay. Here's what I would have asked since you guys vetoed fucking trivia. Steve's clear winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Steve is the fucking all champion. Hail the king. First official. The king. Whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, but uh, horse squad's still pretty close. It's not. It's over. It's over. Yeah. Oh, is it? You're oh, looking at your three time champ, baby. <laughs> three time champ. <laughs> Tom Brady, of, Tom Brady of the Horse Podcast. Uh, all right, here we go. What was the first two aggressive mobs added to Minecraft? Aggressive mobs? A creeper? And Aggr- aggressive mobs, Mondo. You, had, you cut out on my side. I heard what, who was what, last. What were the first two aggressive okay. mobs added to Minecraft? I'd say creeper and enderman. Okay. Uh, I don't fucking play Minecraft, so I don't know. Well, according like to the creeper. internet, it was skeletons and zombies. Oh, really? interesting. All right. Um, what year did the original Star Trek series premiere? Oof. 1961. Oh, you're almost there. Ah, shit. Three? 66. <laughs> what year did the first Mario Kart come out? 1999. No. 92. Uh, 92? 92 is correct. <laughs> and then <laughs> the bonus 25 point question. Oh shit. <laughs> what is Todd's mine first video game system? PS2. No, first PlayStation. Sega Genesis, bitches. <laughs> no 25 uh, points for you. Either of you. <laughs> How anyway. many here's here's my bonus question. How many death sentences did Dr. Avazon have in a new hope? On how many systems? I'm, I'm wanted in six six <laughs> systems? Nope. I'm a one. We're wanted men. You're close. We're wanted men. I have the death sentence on 12 systems. 12 systems. Wow. Where's Boba Fett for this guy? Fucking Boba Fett is busy doing other cool shit. He's going after Han Solo for like nothing, for dumping a cargo for the fucking Star Destroyer. Right, <laughs> he dumped the spice at the first sign of fucking trouble. Well, fucking the starters, bro. What's he supposed to do? Fucking Guido, get the fuck out of here! And blow yeah. your head off. Hang on back there. I got. I know a few maneuvers and fly straight and fly straight. 
Anyway, Steve, you are the fucking winner. Congratulations. Fam. You Here's started off hot. You went hot. You're still Here's hot. I love it. Go. Commanding first place, 71 solid points. Mondo, Damn. 53. Myself, terrible, 38. You suck. Uh, I do suck. Just going over the best week anyone ever had. It was... Fucking Steve, 70 points on the first day. No, it was <laughs> Steve with multiple five-point days. Fuck. My best day was uh, two fours, and Mondo's best day was uh, one five. Yay. So, Steve... <laughs> We'll see how we'll see how it goes next year. I think it'll be a little bit more even. We, we I, I agree. It, yeah. This is the games really helped me out at the beginning. Yeah, you're fucking first first three weeks here. Three, five, three. How many then, buttons did Mondo, the Atari controller have? Here, here's first three weeks. Steve's points. Uh, eleven total. Mondo one total. <laughs> me <laughs> me three total. So you can tell how that fucking started for us. Right. <laughs> I won before it even started. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Like, Fucking victory. It'll be fine it's next right. year. I'm looking forward to it. 2022, yep. baby. It's my year. All right. What else we got? All right. So let's move on. We're going to uh, do our top five movies and video games, right? Yeah. I actually got a one uh, a submitted list from the Discord. If you guys want Odd to job. Odd Cody? Yeah, from Cody. Give All it to right. me, Cody. Nice. So he sent us a, a top 10 uh, um, movie one and a top six <laughs> <laughs> video game one uh, video so, games are tough this year going from uh 10th to first so the worst of the 10 first and movies uh, is yeah movies boss level number nine it was dune number eight oh. was ryan the last dragon number seven wasn't even a <laughs> a movie but he put falcon and the winter soldier <laughs> yeah number six was love it. the mitchells versus the machines five okay. was the green knight Four was Batman, The Long Halloween. Three was 8-Bit Christmas. Two was No Time to Die. And one, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Yeah. I haven't seen No Time to Die. That's my biggest regret is not watching that in time to to review it here. So that's a solid uh, list, though, dude. It is a solid list. And for his games, he did not put them in order. He just gave us six. Oh, there, no, there are five. Sorry, it's a game. He put games as the first one. Uh, so his five were Resident Evil Village, Far Cry Ooh. Six, Halo Infinite, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Death Loop. I wanted Cody's over here working like eighteen-hour days. I want to know when the fuck he's gaming. This dude. It's a good question. He's <laughs> when he's working, he's just at the very top, just fucking playing some games. Damn, dude, you play more games than I do. But that's also another fucking solid. I can't wait to finish Marvel um guardians of the galaxy because that shit is it's been fun so who wants to take their who wants to do their list first who wants to start with movies are, are we going uh around the table or are we just circle jerk so i thought we were mixing them movies and games no no i, I put no, top five of each top five movies Gosh, and top damn five. It. all right todd's going last <laughs> let me rework my list here all right i'll start with the movies uh, i'll go first um so starting with my lowest movie and it's kind of hard because I watched I watched a lot of horror too more than normal so I some of the movies I mean come on they're not they're nothing crazy like Green Knight and stuff but my number five was Black Widow I really enjoyed seeing one last trip with uh, Natasha Romanov and her family dynamic and Florence Pugh and fucking uh what's his face do from Stranger Things yeah. The fucking <laughs> you know you know who I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, I know who you're talking. He about. plays Alexi in the movie. He's fucking fantastic. So mm-hmm. 
Black Widow is my number four, my five, number four. Uh, Eternals. I didn't David think I was Harbour. Like the, David Harbour. I yeah, was muted. So I was like, David Harbour. <laughs> David Harbour. <laughs> uh, the Eternals is number four for me. I honestly wasn't really expecting to enjoy much about this movie other than fucking Rob Stark and Jon Snow. But it's really good. And I, I truly enjoyed it. Seeing these new characters, that I have, like Guardians, I had no idea about them. It was really good. So good that even my daughter, my, my oldest, is like, Dad, when are we going to watch that again? I want to see it. And had the first uh, softcore uh, sex scene in Marvel history. So that, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, number three, The Guilty over on Netflix. This is, a, I think, an homage to the homeboy Eric. Um, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a 911 dispatcher really good film really cool story the way it plays out i mean you feel the stress anxiety throughout so if you haven't seen it recommend the guilty over on netflix number two also on netflix uh the harder they fall it has our boy who plays who's going to play king the conqueror in it um it's a western like a spaghetti western it was really fucking good i mean this movie had no idea about it went into it totally blind and loved every minute um i don't watch westerns my wife definitely doesn't watch Westerns. We watched it together and absolutely loved it. And number one, by a mile, by a fucking mile for movies is Spider-Man No Way Home. Fucking fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, all right. So my top five first, I'm going to give three honorable mentions and I'll explain why after. So just quickly, Free Guy. Um, it's a video Your game boy. slash movie. So I fucking love it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, fantastic in it a lot of really cool easter eggs uh it's worth watching just for the easter eggs alone so definitely a great movie seconds 8-bit christmas uh i I, re- I just really loved this movie it made me feel like my childhood so definitely yeah. want to give a shout out to this one and the other one is probably my biggest surprise of the year because i really didn't expect this to be any good at all and that's the tomorrow war uh which is over on oh, amazon prime i pratt. think yeah with chris yeah. pratt uh, this was actually way better than I, than it should have been. Uh, I really <laughs> enjoyed watching this movie. It's a really cool sci-fi action film. So I would highly recommend that one. But my actual top five, and you'll notice the pattern here. Uh, at number five, Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh. I, did, I did not expect to like this either. Uh, I watched it because of my niece. And I was fucking super pleasantly surprised. It was a very solid uh, Disney animated feature, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, number four, Black Widow, uh, for all the same reasons that Mondo said. Just uh, you know, I love them, Mar- everything Marvel related and the MCU, and this one was just a lot of fun. Not one of my favorites as far as the MCU goes, but still a really solid film and one that I enjoyed watching. Number three, Shang Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings, uh, super badass action. I really like the character of Shang-Chi. He's just really cool. And uh, seeing the Mandarin finally fully realized was (laughs) awesome. The real Mandarin. Yeah, the real Mandarin. Um, And seeing the cameos in the movie that I won't spoil uh, was also really cool. So Shang-Chi at number three. Number two, The Eternals. Um, Fuck, The Eternals was awesome. Seeing (laughs) was so good. Oh, so good. (laughs) Seeing the, um, like, the characters and get... You know, it's it's two and a half hours, and there are a lot of characters to get through. But by the end, you really know kind of each character, and that was cool. And but the highlight of the movie is seeing the fucking Celestials. Yeah, their their size and their scope, and just holy shit! It it made me realize that 
I need to have Galactus like now because I, I've Please. seen a character that size now, so I want it. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. And, and finally, one, baby. also, like, not even fucking close, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> wow. It was. Todd's feeling the pressure. Yeah, fucking fantastic. <laughs> the only thing that would have come close to it this year would have been Ghostbusters, but I'm putting it horror, so I don't count it on this list. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, just a delight. Like this sucks ass. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to fire. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to have to cheat because a lot of mine have TV shows for the uh, 2021. Because, you know, miniseries at this point are movies, right? <laughs> Long ass movies, especially Disney yeah, Plus. Ones. Basically, Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Um, but my number five is the Tomorrow War. Chris Pratt, uh, Steve mentioned. I fucking really dug it, man. Like, it's. It's super like lazy, like in the like storytelling sense. Like it's really they're not gonna fucking go back in time. The way they resolve this is like so obvious. It's like you guys are fucking pathetically stupid if you didn't think about this yourself. Um, <laughs> but the Tomorrow War is is pretty good. Um, following that up is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. John was not wrong. Oh I got so much <laughs> flack for it because they're terrorists. He's a soldier. That's what soldiers do. They kill terrorists. Fuck him if he surrendered. He just killed his just friend. Just don't do it in the Captain America get Just, up. Nah, you can do it. Hey, send him a message, baby. That's what we're doing now. Steve uh, Harris. Steve Rogers? Well, he should have. Um, <laughs> he killed a fucking shit ton of Nazis, dude. What's the difference? Uh, those are Nazis. Anyone can. Everyone well, should kill terrorist, a Nazi. Whatever. Number three. Loki, which is my like favorite Marvel thing this year. Um, that was extremely funny. Owen Wilson was great. Kind of strange though that Loki and whoa, Lady whoa, Loki were the fuck you want. But <laughs> nothing. <laughs> oh wait. Hey, we're gonna let's whisper about the plan here. Let's real quick. I gotta talk about it. Um kind of strange though if you think about Loki falling in love with himself. That's kind of like some weird but also not very Loki. It's so Loki. That's Loki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's incestuous, and I'm gonna leave it at that. But <laughs> You, it's, you, you, would you fuck yourself if you, you were there every day? <laughs> not every, <laughs> once a week. When you jerk <laughs> off, you're day. fucking yourself. Yeah. You're not putting it in remember, your butthole. Remember that time you told me you wanted to be like Marilyn Manson and get a rib removed? <laughs> yeah, because well, I saw you doing it. I'm like, how did, how did you accomplish this? Um, moving on to a movie, Suicide Squad, the new one. Um, eh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I loved it, dude. I loved it. I like fucking Rick Flag is great. They fixed his character in this new one. I like the. Little, I'm a soldier. Uh, you shut the. F- that was in the fucking first <laughs> one with David Ayers, whatever directed it, right? Um, no, this one's really funny. It's great. John Cena was awesome. Can't wait for his show. That trailer looks pretty funny. I don't know how it's gonna carry though. If he can carry a whole show by himself, because he kind of played very well off the other superheroes in this one. Um. But like all the little gags, it, I just had a really great time with it. So Suicide Squad. And then my favorite one of the year is Dune because, you know, massive fan of the book. <laughs> Enjoy the movie from the 80s, even though it's not that great, but still fun. Um, and this one hit for me, man. It like it takes the source material. It pretty much sticks to it. Uh, cuts some stuff from the book that wouldn't really transition to today's time. But uh, overall, Dune is really good. I can understand why you don't like it, though, because it is slow. And you do have to appreciate the source material to like really appreciate. The only the only thing Dune was missing was A24 at the title screen. Well, yeah, he's doing my uh one of my favorite books. He just announced he's doing a Arthur C. Clarke book called Rendezvous with Rama. And he's oh, doing that after Dune Part Two. Oh and gosh. uh it's gonna be good. Hopefully Wait, who, who's doing that? 
Dennis and it won't star Timothy Chesney because it needs an older guy to be an astronaut but Timothy Chesney is a little too young a little too young also you're gonna like uh, Titan once you watch it Steve because it's all in French and I'm assuming you can appreciate it more yeah as soon as it goes on streaming I'll definitely check it out my top five games uh, yeah Titan real quick man it's fucking crazy uh, no, top dude, five go. games. What? 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 Sorry. What? Sorry. Oh, damn. Damn. Top... Sorry. Oh my god. Here we go again. <laughs> top five games, not necessarily released in 2021. That was allowed, correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. Had a hell of a time playing Zombie Army Four. That's a game that, on paper, I don't think I would like. Um, but you know, Steve suggested we play that, and it was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Walking Dead Season One, which is like 10 years old. <laughs> at least right um wow I'm a man it, it, it hits dude the fucking story is amazing um not something that i would particularly like on paper i'm more of like you know fps and exciting games this one's like point and click adventure pretty much um but lee's great clementine's awesome very extremely well uh well told story and man fucking end nine, hits you. nine years old nine years old okay start playing part two and it's, it, it hasn't really grasped me so that's a bummer uh next up number three is terminator resistance a game that like flew under the radar for a lot of people because it's a very extremely small developer but man like yeah it's it's a little bit repetitive but they make the um um the robots like super scary because like you can't just heads up destroy them you have to be like crafty and things like that and then there's a bunch of sex scenes too which is always nice (laughs) so i nailed a couple resistance girls that was good yeah Number two, COD Vanguard, not because of the story, not because of the multiplayer, but for the split screen that I've been playing with my son. Um, it's just fun, man. Like me and him playing online multiplayer split screen and just like communicating. You know how guys communicate with fucking online games. Oh, I'm in the lobby. Oh, they're coming up from the subway. Watch. You know, it's, it's just really fun playing with them. So COD Vanguard. And finally, my number one is a 2021 release. Halo Infinite because I am really digging it. Master Chief is hilarious. Weapons good. Um, the ring itself is awesome. The banished are freaky. And what I really appreciate too is that they listened to the fans when they did that disastrous launch um, gameplay reveal, whatever it was, like a year ago, where it looked like terrible. And people complained and they listened and they shelved it for a year. And it. it paid off, you know? Like I'd rather that happen than something like cyberpunk where they just like say fuck you here's our game deal with it nah man they ate it they took their humble pie and they fucking made the game better and it's it, i'm liking it so there's master chief you must finish the fight i'm gonna finish the fight <laughs> oh, oh. oh. <laughs> all right i'll go next uh top five games for me this year 2021 my number five is avengers I really dug it. It was a little repetitive and you only had like Utah and, you know, it's only so many other locations to play, but the stories with story was amazing. Set pieces were great. Um, I love it. I can't wait to get into the DLC whenever that is. Cause there's so many other fucking games to play. Uh, number four, which Todd talked about, it was a courtesy of Steve with zombie army four. That game was really, really fun. And I typically, I will play those kind of games, not to the extent that Steve does, where he's got to 100% achieve it, but that game was fun. The uh, slow kills, head explosions, so cool, and the testicle explosions were even better. Number three, another Steve recommendation, 
angry video game nerd. I have never been challenged in my life to play such a difficult, annoying fucking game that just has you coming back for more and more and more. Uh, beat them and eat them fucking the best fucking level ever created in the world. Uh, number two, a game that I'm super addicted to playing right now and have been playing. I've got t- uh, over 100 hours, maybe two already. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected on Xbox Series X. Huge Diablo lore fan, series fan. Um, when they released this game, I've never have beat this game like legitimately without codes. Um, I am currently in like the hardest difficulty this game provides and it's fun. The co the co-op playing is amazing. Grinding for gears fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So Diablo two resurrected, but my game of the year, the best game that I've played hands down is ghost of Tsushima story is fantastic. The gameplay is fantastic. I've never played anything like it before. I didn't know much about this kind of history, and this is definitely what Assassin's Creed needed to be, and it's so much fun. I enjoy it, and I hope you guys play it. Awesome. I'm actually honored. The three games I picked this year made your top five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're good, man. Yeah, wait till you hear my next one. Oh, Uh, shit. (laughs) Control. You got to wait. No. (laughs) Fuck. No. Uh, All right. So my, my top five games of the year at number five, The Medium. Um, this game we played early in the year. Was it even maybe the first game we played? We reviewed it was you and Todd played it. I didn't play that game. Yeah, you watched it. That's right. You watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Uh, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it stuck with me. Like I I keep, I still think about that game and the experience and I I really enjoyed that one. So that's why it's number five. Uh, number four, Resident Evil seven. Uh, another game <laughs> that Mondo didn't play. Uh, fuck. Graphically, it looked really great. Uh, I loved the first half, like that of the game. Second half's a little weaker, but still really enjoyed the experience. And it's another game that will really stick with me for a while. I almost put it on there I, for all the <laughs> all the reasons you mentioned. It was it was great. Plus, Mondo didn't finish it because he's a <laughs> right. It's a great game. Then I can't believe I'm further in VR than he did, like with a controller. <laughs> Um, uh, haters gonna hate yeah number three is far cry six i uh, really lo- enjoyed that game i haven't finished it yet but from what i played uh, it's typical far cry graphically it looks amazing uh, i, I love you liking that one yeah it, it grew with you know it grew on me oh, after yeah. a good. while it, it's just there's a lot to learn at first and you know kind of learning how the map works and all that shit but once you get it into it you're really into it uh still not my favorite far cry game i still think far cry 5 is my favorite but uh this was still a very enjoyable game. Number two, The Avengers. Uh, I just, like I said, I love Marvel. So automatically you get it's points good. for that. And uh, I really enjoyed playing that game. I love the story. Gave me a new respect for like Kamala Khan and other things. So absolutely enjoyed that game. But my number one, uh, you guys all had in your list. And it's Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I finished it like six times. I uh, even finished it on Nightmare, which is holy shit i I can't even fucking describe how brutal of a playthrough that was there are some levels that i don't even know how i fucking finished it it's (laughs) insane like it's just i I challenge anyone to even try in fucking nightmare mode and you got through a level where you're like fucking put your controller down take a deep (laughs) breath oh god There, there was one level in particular where it's like a pretty small area and they just keep fucking shooting everything they can at you uh, and it lasts forever. Like it just takes forever to you to finish it. So uh, it's it's crazy because the whole point is you have to shoot this like big machine, you know, uh, 
that's far away but there are so many enemies always coming after you that you never have time to go and actually aim for that stupid machine is <laughs> it, it was crazy but uh super glad i did it and absolutely adore this game cannot wait for them to do zombie army five fifth one yep yeah I never thought we'd get a Zombie Army 4, to be honest with you. Uh, after the Zombie Army trilogy, I thought that was a done deal. But this one came as a surprise, and it was great. And it did really well because it was the first game to come out during the pandemic. So Yeah, so everybody was playing it. It came out like three weeks before everything shut down, which is like the best timing ever for a game. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that game was fun, man. And to see what they'll do on next gen is going to be mind-blowing, I bet. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it's going to be fucking fantastic. Actually, they got Sniper Elite 5, which is kind of their sister game that they go back and forth on. And that one's coming out on Game Pass Day 1. So maybe something to oh, check shit. out as well. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. All right. You guys ready to dive in to a movie that is far better than Spider-Man 3 oh, will ever be? <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. All right. This is my pick. I know we get a lot of shuffling around with the schedule that we originally announced, but no better way to end the year than with the Star Wars movie um, and a truly great one at that. So Rogue One was released December 10th, 2016. Hard to believe it's been fucking five years. Already In a time of conflict. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> you're wrong one. Wrong one. Uh, budget. I was looking at this budget was $220 million when this came out. The box office was $1.056 billion. Fucking monster of a movie. Uh, directed by Gareth Edwards, who is well known for Godzilla. Uh, story was by John Knoll, who works for uh, fucking THX, I think, right? One of those companies, Lucasfilm, all that shit. Um, Gary Whitta also wrote this, and it's starring Felicity Jones, Diego Luna, Ben Mendelsohn, Donnie Yen. Mads Mikkelsen, Alan Tudyk, John Wen, Forrest Whitaker, Todd's favorite, and Riz Ahmed. And the quick synopsis for this is a rogue band of resistance fighters unite for a mission to steal the Death Star plans and bring a new hope to the galaxy. This movie went through a lot of fucking changes. I know when they were developing it, they were, when they first released the, uh, they released like a character like Jin Erso with surrounded by the people that we're going to be in this movie i remember seeing that and thinking like not really interested in this movie who cares about the death star plans being stolen like that's not really a story i want to hear i want jedi i want seth i want fucking mandalorians but lo and behold hey, sorry to interrupt you didn't they market it too as like a heist movie in the yeah beginning? Well, i mean i mean technically yeah. it still is a heist no, i mean movie, but like more like when I think of heist, I think of like Ocean's Eleven or something like that. And yeah. that's what I thought they were marketing as kind of. Yeah, I know, it, the vision of this thing changed like so many times. Now, what we got, like the end result, like fucking chef's kiss for me personally. But one of the things, just to get this started off, one of the things that really, it still kind of bugs me for these offshoot Star Wars movies that are not main trilogy stuff. No screen crawl. You know, you get the Lucas LTD. Right, and it's very like, abrupt. Okay, <laughs> yeah, here we here we go. And then all of a sudden it's, here's the movie Dun. i'm like what the fuck um but you start seeing you see a pearl ship uh fly, flying past the planet which the nerd in me will tell you the planet's called lamu um you have no idea what this fucking ship is only that it's imperial and it's going to this uh planet it lands and you come to find out that hey you've got this guy named galen urso with his wife and his daughter they are on this planet. They had run away from the Imperials. He was Galen Urso, who's played by Mad Mickelson, was 
integral to the development of the Death Star laser. And uh, so basically he, he left, he ran away from the Empire, didn't want to finish his work, didn't want to create this fucking massive m- machine of destruction, uh, but they fucking find him. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts on seeing these fucking death troopers for the first time on screen? I know it's very early on, but they're dope. <laughs> that was like, those dope. are fucking cool. Yeah. Like every Star Wars movie usually gives you like a some kind of new iteration, a new hope. You got, you know, regular stormtroopers, then you get like sand fucking troopers and then snow troopers, but fucking death troopers were just like, whoa. The only thing that bugs me is the fucking death troopers, the comms. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? But you get Death Troopers. Um, let me see when I'm ready. Then you get Todd's favorite fucking character in his entire movie. You get a really quick view of Dude, what is wrong? Meet me at the rendezvous point. Why are you fucking in your hole? Why are you Dude, in your When she called him, he was taking a shit. He's like, what? Choking <laughs> on the pot. No, he already had his fucking uh, his uh, fucking armor on, so he was just yeah, shitting inside of that. Yeah, he's fucking taking a shit in his armor, dude. <laughs> in his fucking armor. Well, you know what's <gasps> interesting? Saw Gerrera first appeared in the Clone Wars animated show, and his character design in there is nowhere near what you get in live action. Um, I did, I'm with there. I'm right there with you. I will actually agree with you for once. I have no fucking idea why Forrest Whitaker's character is portrayed in the way that he's portrayed. It's so weird. His fucking like asthmatic voice and shit. Wow, I did not know that we would agree on something today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it it honestly takes you out of it because he's so over the top or yeah, just like I don't know what the direction he got or if that's what the filmmaker wanted or he just said I'm forced with it. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. I think I think the idea was that there was gonna be some kind of like a little bit of an homage to Darth Vader's cybernetic suit. You know how he's kind of like. <sighs> it's the same thing with fucking Forrest Whitaker. He's in the same type of suit, but it was just the less Forrest Whitaker made this movie better. And when he was gone, it wasn't like, Oh man, they just killed him. Like that sucks. He was so integral. It was really kind of a waste. And I agree with you on that. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but for this, for me, when this movie started, it felt like it was being so rushed, like so fucking fast paced. Did you guys get that impression? Not really. Not for me. No. Really, like uh, from fact, the minute the ship gets there and then run away and then fucking I, fast I, forward. I actually find it's like super slow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, to, get, really? to get going, yeah. I I concur with that. I remember Mondo too. I remember I asked you probably five years ago. Hey, what'd you think? And you're like, it's weird because the the music's different. Yeah. I remember you saying that? It is because you're so with. used to the 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 popular, you know, da 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 da. But this one is like sp- music specifically catered to to what it is and. It took me to, because I buy the soundtracks. I don't know if I've ever told you guys that. For the fucking movies, I'll buy the soundtracks to listen to the fucking music. And uh, it was hard to get into this one. It was just, the music was so everywhere. It wasn't what I was used to. Now that I've seen it so many times, I'm used to it. But didn't initially capture me. And you guys know how vital music plays in any movie. And for fucking Star Wars to have something unfamiliar, it was weird. But I felt like the pacing was really fast to begin with. I really loved when we transitioned to the gin rescue um, because you're like, who is this chick, man? Like, I, I obviously know it's a little girl grown up, but like, what has she been doing and stuff? They break her out. Why is she so important? And when she jumps into K2SO's arms and he's like fucking just choke slams her like the undertaker. I thought that was cool. Um, and you are being biggest- rescued. <laughs> uh, Yavin fucking four. Did you, or did you not get a Woody once you see fucking Yavin four? 
I didn't yeah. expect to see it in this movie. That yeah, was awesome. I, actually, the whole like feel of this movie was awesome to me. It, it, it was di- yeah, like they, familiar yet new, right? Exactly. Yeah, they really nailed the New Hope ex- aesthetic, and that's yes. hard to do now. I find you know to recreate a, a time like that, and they fucking nailed it in this movie. I mean, I think Mandalorian does that pretty fucking good. Yeah, but yeah, and now they got it down. But that was the first time we really saw that because. You know, especially after seeing the fucking prequels, uh, you know, uh, before you were thinking everything was going to be CGI and fucking fake. And everything yeah, because bad. the prequels look so shiny and they don't feel like Star Wars, right? Especially yeah, having grown you, up with the uh, the original three. So this one practical felt like Star Wars. Digital, yeah, yeah. It, re- it really did. I love like when you meet uh, Diego Luna's character, Cassian Andor, and he's like in that underworld. And right. it's so quick, like it, it's not it's not a very long scene, but in that scene, you're getting all these denizens of the fucking underworld place he's at. And he is the most suspicious looking motherfucker. When he's when he's <laughs> right. sneaking around, I'm like, all right, Mondo, we both worked in LP. Those are yeah. the guys you're like, that motherfucker's gonna steal something. Look at he's him. guilty, yeah. Dude, I'm just red walk like you fucking belong there, you fucking little dweeb. But, but you yeah. know what's crazy is like you the empire right is known for being like evil and fucking ruthless right here you have a rebel intelligence intelligence officer meeting with some dude to get news and fucking kills him <laughs> he fucking blows him away dude and that was shocking to me I mean first of all for me Diego Luna to see a Hispanic dude on a fucking big screen and in a Star Wars fucking film like to me personally I was like oh fuck yeah like that is cool you know like. I, I went through all the sequels and fucking prequels and shit. And it was like, everyone was English, you know? And now we got a fucking diverse cast, which I thought was cool. To, to be fair, English for the Imperials works. You may fire when ready. Like, oh, this <laughs> motherfucker. Tarkin's yeah. up in here. Oh, and, yeah. And that's perfect, dude. You, you nailed it. Fucking Tarkin. I mean, I'm already happy seeing Yavin 4, right? They fucking get there. They're interrogating her. Then you see fucking Mon Mothma. Again, a character I was not expecting to see in this movie. Fucking Mon Mothma. But let's turn it up a notch. Now you get fucking Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa. Fucking cool. I I was happy about that because that like ties everything together. You know how he walks in all slowly too from the dark. Exactly. With the fucking music playing. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. it's awesome. I mean, I didn't know at the time that this movie was gonna segue right into a new hope. And I don't think the movie knew it was going to do that since that last scene was shot like the week before release and put together. But to see Jimmy Smith was fucking cool. And then Jan Dodonna, which I'm not sure he's the character that you see in a new hope who says they're going over the attack for the death star. He's like, Oh, princess Leah. He re- he comes back out in this movie, but he's played by the same dude who, uh, who portrays Sir Barristan Selmy in game of Thrones. You guys remember him? No. <laughs> He's the he's the one who I remember, uh, goes, I remember Sir Barristan, but he goes to uh, help Daenerys, and he's the one who tells Jorah like, "Oh, yeah, he's you're Sir the Barristan, one who sent this." the Kingsguard. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He plays he plays that role, which I thought was pretty cool because fucking anyone in Game of Thrones, or fucking can be in anything. I love them all. Um, then we segue. We get to the planet Jetta, which. I mean, you guys know how big of a fucking Star Wars nerd I am. Like, I fucking live and breathe Star Wars, and you're seeing this fucking planet with all these huge fucking rock formations of Jedi and stuff that has like this whole lush history of fucking the force that we don't even know of. We're just cracking the surface, right? Like for me, I was like, I need to know, like, when's the book coming? I need to read about this fucking place, but it gets even better when you get into the marketplace, because one of my favorite scenes in this fucking movie is where you get the role reversal 
of when they're walking through the marketplace and uh, Jen fucking runs into Dr. Avazon and Ponda Baba. And he's like, fucking Dr. Avazon wants to throw that shit down and Ponda Baba's like, no, motherfucker. Like, the nerd in me was like, this is fucking cool, man. But, but did you, you you think, like, how did they get off that planet so quickly and go to Tatooine? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I thought about <laughs> I thought about that a lot. The, the logistics they, of it just doesn't make sense to me. No, it, and it absolutely, you're right. It fucking makes zero sense. Like, did they, were they on their way off the planet already? You know, like, I don't know. Did they see the fucking Death Star and they're like, we got a jam? Who knows? But to see them on there, it was fucking, it was funny, man. Um, did you, did you guys like the Borgalag? Borgalag. I still, I didn't know what the fuck the Borgalag was when I was watching. Oh, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who have come to kill me? Borgalag. Riz Ahmed's fucking cool in this movie. Even though his role is so fucking minor and tiny. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you guys want to jump in, dude, I'm just kind of going through the whole fucking movie here. You want me to keep going? Right. You guys want to jump in or what? There's a couple of things I want to talk about. Go. First of all, I fucking love K2SO. Just amazing. Alan God. Tudyk, man. Alan Tudyk is so good in that in that role. And he makes me laugh like throughout the whole fucking movie. <laughs> my, my favorite K2SO line, though, has got to be Jin. I'll be there for you. Kasten said I had to. I fucking love his delivery, his like sarcastic nature. Uh, I really hope we see him in uh, the Disney Plus Kasten show. And the Andor series. I know they yeah. said he wouldn't be there at first, but I really hope that they bring him did in. You know, did you know they improv the scene on Jeddah when they get it surrounded by the stormtroopers? And they're like, where are you taking these prisoners? And he slaps and them. K2SO slaps them. It's yeah. an improvised scene. I heard that. And it, <laughs> if you look at it, which obviously I did, he slaps Diego Luna and Diego Luna starts to like laugh, but he covers his mouth. But they kept the entire scene in there because they're like, oh, yeah, that works. Like the way Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk played off of each other, fucking perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I also absolutely love seeing uh, the Star Destroyer, uh, Star Destroyer in orbit. Because seeing the scale of it, like when you see in space, you mean the Death Star? No, no, the Star Destroyer. Oh, it's yeah. it's like parked over uh, Jeddah for yeah for a oh, little while. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. just seeing the scale of it, because you never have like a good reference of just how big they are. But in this and movie, you see they really, that shit. Yeah, you see it that shit, and I love that. Um, but I do have three um, minor complaints about Go the movie. Uh, number one, what's up with the Death Star? having the Upside slowest down. fucking explosion ever <laughs> like <laughs> they shoot the planet and then it's like all right let's go pack we got time because it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't full it wasn't full oh, are you talking about the explosion itself or it moving from place to place like, no the explosion itself like it just it's, it i know it single, wasn't full power but it come yeah, up, it was a like, single reactor fire it's like slowly like killing the planet they have time to like pack the shit i thought get, that get was cool. out of jail. i'm not running anymore <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but i could if i wanted to because it's slow as fucking thought away i don't know it, it no. just made the death star a, a bit of a bitch <laughs> i like when he i like when k2so is like oh there's trouble on the horizon there isn't one all right <laughs> Uh, I thought so, that I thought that single fucking fire thing and the fact that it was like a slow explosion like adds to the anxiety of like what the fuck are we dealing with? I don't what know what kind to, of power yeah. and shit. To, to me, it was almost like when 
a bad guy starts going into a monologue, like just to prolong it to make sure the heroes have time to do whatever they need to do. You know, like it's give like me a glass of milk. And it just didn't make some sense. Cookies. Yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> didn't make sense to this. Uh, my other one is personally, Tarkin was a little bit too much in Uncanny Valley. Oh, come on. Like when you saw him in reflections and stuff, it looked good. But when there's full ass scenes where you see his face and everything, it just. It felt I mean, Peter Cushing's dead, dude. Come I know, on. but they just either don't put him in or just leave him in reflections, like always oh, facing the other way, or find a way to make me I believe it, it, it just looked like a video game to me. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like, as good as Ant Man, you know, when they did that for Michael Douglas, but I right. mean, we're talking about uh, a, but they, a like, live actor. Leia, I thought dead. they did they did well, but for some see, reason, I thought Leia was the worst. I, I, I agree with that one. I thought Leia was the worst out of the two although really? <laughs> the reaction i had from seeing leia was positive fucking tearing yes. up and shit. right yeah, yeah. Like context, so, yeah right. Yes. um and my last thing and I, I alluded to it before and my favorite scenes of all time i don't think they should have shown vader at all until what? the hallway scene no um, fuck no i disagree with you. i, I think seeing him this his whole scene that he has on his planet just wasn't oh, necessary Mustafar, to me. and Mustafar, Mustafar please thank yeah. you <laughs> it, was, it wasn't necessary to me like it just I it agree. didn't, yes, it didn't add fucking anything Vader, dude. His, his, his one-liner was lame yeah oh my I, god I, I, be I careful not like to choke on your aspirations <laughs> right. director krennic krennic is amazing that actor is fucking legit yes ben mendelson he is yeah he's great but i i completely agree yeah. you know what makes me sad though with vader is you can hear the age in oh yeah in the his voice. voice yeah yeah, and that's what hurts because you know, like, this is the last time we're going to get him voicing Vader in the Obi Wan series, mm-hmm. and it's just fucking sad thinking about James or James Earl Jones. Like, that's that's Vader to me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but just think about how cool that hallway scene would have been if you hadn't seen Vader at all, and you didn't think he'd actually be in the movie for whatever reason, and then all I of a sudden it, but... you see the fucking red lightsaber in the dark, like. Oh, but God. you would have because you would have because when when uh Tarkin is talking about oh you know there's a fucking battle going on in Scarif okay d- notify Krennic well Krennic's on Scarif too so he's like okay I'm gonna fucking kill this motherfucker and notify Lord Vader yeah but like, he d- he didn't have to say that either right if you're gonna make it a surprise I wouldn't want I wouldn't want that surprise though I wouldn't oh, want to know would, like that that I like, would have fucking just gone crazy if I didn't know he was in it and all of a sudden he appears in I, the last I think I think we'd be sitting here saying Oh well, why the hell didn't they mention Vader before? Why does he just show up? What's the purpose of him being there? Oh, because he's got other things to do. Nah, Vader. Vader. Remember, Vader's like a fucking. He's brand new at all this shit at this point. He's still getting used to his body. He's still hasn't fucking. I I think. Well, yeah, it goes right through. You're right. Yeah, no, he's been Vader for a fucking long time. Yeah, seriously, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like the way they did it because you see Vader. You're like, holy crap, this is the first time that they show a castle. Like, whose fucking castle is this? And it's fucking Vader and he's back to Tane. Now, I was a little torn with the fact that the way the costume looked because I felt like it was bulky Vader. And I know yeah. the actor who played him is a, is a bigger dude. They did that on purpose, uh, though, apparently. They recreated a New Hope's costume. Like, Yeah, they wanted the exactly red lenses and everything. Because yeah. it made sense to the timeline, right? Yeah, but I, I to see Vader and to just to hear him talk and have that little conversation, like, it's fucking cool to me. I loved it. I mean, I get what you're saying. It would have worked. I think it would have worked either way, but I'm not disappointed the way that it turned out, especially for this film. And the other cameos that we got, C-3PO and no fucking R2-D2. 
Yeah, that, that was a really quick, like, let's just put him in to put him in. And they did those in most of the movies, and it was kind of a shame that they, they did away with it. Like, yeah. I fucking love C-3PO and R2-D2. Like, those were two of my favorite fucking characters in Star Wars growing up. Um, Jetta being destroyed, I thought was fucking cool. But let's get to the meat and fucking potatoes, dude. This fucking battle. Like, Star Wars is always known for, like, three major battles, right? For the most part, you have the fucking air battle, space battle, land battle, and then usually you have, like, a fucking force battle, right? This one has the fucking space battle and the ground battle. That I have never seen such a great, like, this is, like, homage to fucking World War II type fighting and shit like that. These These fucking quote-unquote like super commandos the 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 top of the top fucking fighting against impossible odds like that was so cool to see them chirrut and fucking bays were amazing when we get when we get the space battle it's starting and you've got fucking red leader standing by gold leader standing by like Uh, like, so (laughs) fucking good when when I was I remember in the theater like I'm already in awe with everything going on with this movie right and then the space battle happens I'm thinking okay we're gonna get a lot of General Radis who was the Mon Calamari dude the the Admiral Akbar knockoff I'm thinking that's gonna be cool but then you get fucking Red Leader and Gold Leader dude beginning our attack right I didn't even care if it was verbatim from New Hope I was like this is fucking rad I thought the dude who the general who was in the uh, blue squadron he was the the main leader i thought it was fucking for the longest time i thought it was a dude from uh breaking bad what's his walter white i forget his fucking brian cranston i thought it was brian cranston for the whole fucking movie (laughs) the guy in the blue squadron (laughs) yeah the general um forgot what his name is he was the one with the porn stash yeah with the porn stash i thought it was fucking brian cranston the whole Uh, time is that the guy who's the exorcist and the exorcist (laughs) Are we talking uh, in the, same in the TV series, correct? The TV yes, series. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought in that movie, I thought I was like, oh shit, Brian Cranston's having a cameo in here. This is pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Come to find out, I was totally fucking wrong. But you know what? I think that was super bold with this fucking movie was they killed all their fucking characters, all of them. And right. I, I, it makes sense, you know, like how are you going to explain? They had to. They had to. Yeah, they, it was but part of the story. <laughs> but it's fucking Disney, right? It's Star Wars. Yeah, I figured they're going to like leave these characters surviving but they fucking killed them dude like all of them when when fucking k2so died i was like that fucking sucks because i really liked them and then chirrut with his whole i am one with the force and the force is with me i am one with the force and the force is with me all right i'm gonna be the odd one out i do not like that guy what do not like him he's fucking he that, cool. that's that's plot armor right there and i don't i don't appreciate you think, it you didn't like Baze either or his brother it's not it's his brother. It's well, whatever the fucking gun. No, he was cool, but I am one with the boss. Falls on me. I thought I am blind. Was... Why are you putting a hood on me? <laughs> Honestly, I thought his acting was poor. And I have a note from him when we first see him. Um, he uses his staff to kick Dirk as a stormtrooper who reacts. Oh yeah, like he's not who has wearing a, mask. a fucking mask. <laughs> yes, I got. I'm like, got what it. are they doing? Like, it's like the stormtrooper hitting his head in a new hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, that's so stupid. I, uh, I, I just. I, don't I thought like that, that too. Shit. Yeah, I could, like he could have died sooner for me. It's like they saw it in editing, and they're like, "Maybe nobody will notice," and we all fucking noticed. Yeah, it. that's like the battle in Last Jedi where Ray doesn't duck her head, so the fucking guy corrects his swing. I thought it was there's the one in the Last Jedi where he has two weapons in his hand, and he goes to stab her in the back, and they take it out. They like CGI it out. 
You're oh, like, well, there's one too where she misses her cue and he, he's going to take her head off. So he adjusts his swing and misses on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> She's the force to blow it away. It's like Luke's fucking force cook and or cook kick and fucking return the Jedi <laughs> when he's fucking kicking an enemy and yeah. totally misses From like by three feet, feet away. Yeah. Or like, uh, you know, Han Solo killing Boba Fett with an oar, but we won't go <laughs> I know you like Robo. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Or McClunky when they Han Solo didn't shoot first. I still hate that. Han shooting first was badass. But yeah, I, I thought it was crazy that they killed all these characters and that they all had like their like farewell moment. The worst one being fucking raised on med, dude. The one guy who was reluctant, he was like, I don't really want to fucking be here. Finally connects this fucking land cable, basically, this Ethernet cable to get a signal out, only to get fucking grenaded in the whole that fucking shit, dude. It was fucking sad. Um, but the space battle was cool. One of the big, the coolest thing I like is um, the scene where the hammerhead Corvette, once they disarmed or the oh, Star Destroyer. Amazing scene. Amazing scene. Fucking so cool that they used a ship that first came out in KOTOR, by the way. Those ships only existed in the Old Republic to see that in, in, in some aspects, the Old Republic is sort of canon. To see the ship just fucking slay that fucking Star Destroyer in half was so fucking cool. Um, I didn't know that I didn't know that fucking the Admiral, uh, General Radis, I didn't know he fucking died, that Vader essentially boarded his ship. It took me until this last watch that I was like, oh, fuck, I thought that dude survived, but he did it. Let's see. What else do I got? Uh, you want to talk about that hallway scene and how fucking nah, amazing it is? I got a couple okay. things. Go for it. Uh, in the beginning, no, the stormtroopers aren't going to notice those little kid's eyes peering out from a fake rock. She was far away. No, they walked up to like a foot from her. Oh, head. yeah, they didn't see it. <laughs> just like <laughs> the sand in suck. the just, just like the sand in the mask. <laughs> they didn't um, see her. <laughs> is the worst. He's almost there with Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> you compared us to Jar Jar, dude. He fucking uh, whatever. And then uh, we were talking about the fucking guy kicking dirt at a stormtrooper, and he's so that was stupid terrible. that he reacts to it. KSO, K2SO, he's you guys already said he's amazing. Um, he's his good. scene where he sacrifices himself is awesome, and he's taking out a lot of motherfuckers. He's great, just like no problem either. Just shooting, yeah. just fucking taking shots. And uh, my favorite scene actually with them, comedic timing wise, is where um, she kills the other bot. And he's like, How'd you know that wasn't me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. That is good. I felt um, like that part was a little a little awkward, but I, I get it. I liked it though. It was like, oh fuck, dude, try to fucking kill me. Didn't even know. And I really liked the little tiny rebel. Oh the little, little you know, creature, whoever that is. He was played by Warwick uh Davis. What's his creature? What's his character name, Anna? Uh fuck, I'll find it. It starts with a W because most of his characters in Star Wars start with we a W. We yeah. Little little W. He's awesome. <laughs> He's got the fighting spirit. I love him. <laughs> um and then i'm with steve man i didn't want to see darth vader and if that's all oh we were to, if um not till the end grant i want the hallway scene every time but the one i'm most so far i'm like eh um and you know thinking back if that was all we had of darth that would have this movie would have lost a couple points for me at least because if that was it and all we get is a one-liner from darth that would have been fucking shitty so i'm so glad yeah, that, that they decided to reshoot the ending and put that in that there. That end scene is so fucking integral to, to this movie. I mean, this whole movie's good, but that end scene is just the cherry on top. The the terror on the rebels' faces. So believable. And their reactions, <laughs> and they're like, 
fucking panicking and what are they gonna do like you can see like uh all we get fuck i guess i'll try to shoot him and he yeah. puts Fire. that dude on the roof or and on the ceiling slices him as he walks yeah by. fucking so legit <laughs> so legit and the the most fucked up part, like imagine you being the rebel where you see your buddy just get fucking exorcist onto the fucking ceiling, cut cut through his fucking gut, and you're still shooting for your fucking life. And Vader says, "You know what? Fuck this. Let me take all your blasters away." Like you're fucked. There's nothing yeah. you can do. And the last guy the- gets the saber through the bulkhead. Take like, it. Oh. Go and see. I had no idea where this movie was going at this ending. Like I figured they got the plans. They transmitted them. Where is it fucking going? And then you see this hallway scene. At the time, I still didn't know where it was fucking going. I was like, huh? And then you fucking see the handoff from to Captain Antilles to fucking Leia. And what is this? Hope. Hope. <laughs> so I, I, as much as I love the scene, I hate that it's like a direct uh, A New Hope kind of thing. Because in The New Hope, he's like, all her bullshitting means nothing because Darth Vader yeah. was literally three feet away from your ship. Like, <laughs> am I to tear so, this ship apart? I want we're, them found. We're, we're, on a, we're on a diplomatic mission. Like, uh, no, bitch. <laughs> we, we received no transmission. We just saw five you. Minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you literally gave birth to the ship and out of the other ship and took off. No, I, I hate that aspect of it. I, I, yeah, I mean, I agree. And I'd scare that we're agreeing on more than one thing for once, but it's still cool that seamless transition from one movie to another, more so that this whole idea for Rogue One, this whole concept came from the crawl of A New Hope. Like that's where it was all thought up. And this fucking movie is just, it was good. It's one of the, it's one of the few movies that like, I will watch this shit so much. I love fucking Star Wars. War Star Wars is what it is. Like this is the fucking war actually more than just the fucking name. Here's this ground battle that is just has what other battle compares to that ground battle? We've got a bunch of space Hoth. battles. But which one? Hoth is good. Hoth was all right, but I mean, I mean, I, like, Hoth... I, I just, I, I just liked how gritty the uh, rebels looked. It looked like a cross between, like you said, WW2 and Vietnam, like the way they looked. Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if Hoth got the treatment like with current gen and like stuff, then yeah, it could be great. But this was like you said, it's gritty. They're fucking they're what make make a hundred feel like thousands or whatever the fuck he says like they these dudes knew they weren't coming back like this was it they were gonna fucking die and they fucking gave it their all and that's what you feel that when they're fighting and i i thought that was really cool um but i love this movie and that ending is just vader i mean this movie had no real like jedi but at the end you got that fucking master sith and that to me just fucking sold this movie i i love it i absolutely love it Maybe not as much as Solo. Solo, I love it for other reasons. But this one, like as a fucking actual Star Wars movie, I fucking absolutely love it. So let, let's do them ratings, baby. I'll go first for me. Hold up. You got me? anything to add about the hallway, Steve? No, it was amazing. <laughs> I want to watch it again yeah. right now. <laughs> then the fucking sound of the ship. Oh, yeah. Iconic, dude. That's when you see C-3PO and R2-D2 fucking right rate it big daddy so for me i absolutely love this movie other than the fact that i felt that it was a little fast paced in the beginning uh, for me is a four out of 4.5 out of five easy um for me it's too long um the final act is legit amazing fantastic the battle fucking the dudes looking like they're straight out of the 70s is a great touch 
Yes. Um, the fucking ground attack, fucking um, Krennic is. Are we blind? <laughs> like he's 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 yes. a great villain. He's a great villain. Um, I don't. I'm not. I'm not thrilled with uh, the rebels in this. Honestly, the uh, what's his face, uh, Cassian. He doesn't do it for me. Jen doesn't do it for me. Kate, you know, the robot does. Donnie Ann doesn't. It's just, it's, it's, I wasn't feeling it. But the the final act more than makes up for the movie's faults. And then that ugh, the Darth Vader scene is going to go down as one of the top 10 in history easily for, I think, all of us. Fuck yeah. Um, truly amazing. You, you, I, I want a movie just of Darth fucking, fucking up Rebels, <laughs> fucking up, uh, you know, pad ones that are trying to take him down. I, I, I I desperately want that. That'd be amazing. Uh, it's a three and a half out of five for me. I forgot to mention real quick, Steve, uh, getting that backstory on why Luke got the uh, red five fucking moniker <laughs> to see red five die in the battle. Right. School. <laughs> yeah. So, so you basically want that first level from that fucking video game. Um, like <laughs> yeah. where you're Darth oh, Vader going through the Sheik. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's the movie you want to see. <laughs> that was a, uh, it was uh, the Force Unleashed, right? Force Unleashed, yeah, the first one. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what did you say? How many stars at the top? Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. So I, I'm right between you guys, four. Um, I really love the movie. It's uh, it, it showed so much potential for future, like, non-Skywalker uh, Star Wars movies. Yeah. And it's, it's actually kind of a bummer that we only got one more. <laughs> uh at this point but thankfully the disney plus shows are gonna kind of bring star wars back into the fold so that's really awesome um yeah you know i'm a mix of both of you i do agree it was a little too long and it was kind of a little boring in the middle there like it but once it gets the fucking final battle it's fantastic uh and that like that scene in the hallway is you know like i said maybe among my top three of all time uh non-horror you know scenes so that was super cool yeah, four out of five. Uh, it's a great movie. Love it. Yeah, really good movie. And I hope that Star Wars starts picking up on this Marvel formula and, and having these really solid stories. I know with Mandalorian, it's kind of that idea that it's going to all kind of meet up and be one big show. But I need this to be in the movies. And hopefully that Patty Jenkins fucking Rogue One or Rogue Squadron movie uh, is just as good as this shit. But I yeah. thought they got rid of that show. What, what show do they say was never in development? They just announced it and they're lying. Um, there was a, I know there was like a young Palpatine fucking movie, Underworld oh, or show. Else that, that was shown. I think 13, Rebels. 13? I don't know, something like that. Well, I know she was going to, she was going to do Rogue Squadron and then they shelved it, but now she backed out of doing Cleopatra movie to have time to do Rogue Squadron instead. So. But yeah, I hope I need more Star Wars in my life. I mean, it kind of sucks that we don't have any major movies, but I also understand because I know the sequels weren't so well received. Um, but fucking Book of Boba Fett's in eight days. So hopefully that kind of pushes them to make a really good movie. But that's going to be our, our 2021, man. Uh, fucking by the time this comes out, it'll almost be New Year. So it's been fun. It's been great. But before we close, we got a couple things. Uh, still have a San Andreas we got to play. Um, so early expect that early January, but we got a movie pick, right? Who's got the next movie pick after this? It's me. It's uh, you. Oh, fuck. What, what <laughs> fucking oh, movie fuck. we got? Here we go. It better Here not be go. fucking Last Jedi. I'm gonna fucking it's Last Jedi. <laughs> refuse. No, I wouldn't do Star Wars twice in a row. That's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he's uh, salivating. I hear it. I fucking hear it. 
Yeah. So I've had a movie pick for <laughs> a long for a long time. <laughs> All is going according to plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I had a movie pick for a long time. I was very excited to put it in. I think it'll be a fun discussion. I'm excited to put it in too. But <laughs> <laughs> however, it is the uh, Christmas season, which is the season of giving. So oh, I am shit. actually not We're picking fucked. a movie tonight. Okay. I gave my pick away to someone else. Oh. I Uh-oh. gave it to Chuck to, Nasty. Yeah, to our uh, to our man Chuck. Yeah, so Chuck uh, is going to say it in a little audio message that he recorded for us. So Chuck, what movie are we reviewing next time? All right now, for all you gamers out there in the big city, all you geeky people with an ear for the action, I've been asked to relay a request from Big Daddy Steve. It's a special from Mondo and Todd. That's those real nerdy guys from Cali and Kentucky. And I do mean the Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. Here's a hit with y'all in mind. That's right, kids. For the next movie review of the Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast, we have the 1979 classic, The Warriors. Can't wait to hear it. Let's XP come out to play. Let's XP come out to play. Warriors come out out and play. play. (laughs) Uh, Baseball Furies all day. I haven't seen the Warriors in fucking 25 years, probably. So (laughs) it's practically a fresh watch for me. Um, Warriors. That oh, game was I'm, fucking legit. Mm-hmm. That game was fun. <laughs> yeah, that game was awesome. I'm going to watch this movie with glass bottles on my fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super curious. Like, I really don't remember it all that well. Like, every time I think of the Warriors, I think of Hook for some reason. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. So, Chuck, thank you for the Thanks, uh, recommendation. Yeah, and, uh, Chuck Nasty. That'll be baby, in, like, a month wait. from now. Yeah, so yeah 2021 is going to start off fucking like, San Andreas. Going to start strong. Oh, yeah. fuck San Andreas. San Andreas. Over the holidays, I'll play San Andreas. Yeah, yeah play, for, play for about as long as I did, about 15 minutes worth. It's <laughs> longer than I played uh, Biohazard. Yeah, I'm going to do one uh, solid night, like maybe five hours. and then. Geez, man. If, you, if you can fucking stomach it, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> the worst. We'll see how it goes. I mean, can't wait. I did it back in the day, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, if, right. I, if you guys don't mind, to our listeners, thank you guys, man. 2021 has been interesting. Hopefully 2022 uh, is a little bit brighter than the last two years. Um, I know for me personally, super thankful for these two bastards who I get to talk to every two weeks. Maybe not so much Ty because of fucking Spider-Man. But uh, hopefully uh, 2022 brings a... How's your pie? Um, <laughs> how's your pie? It's delicious. <laughs> I love that fucking seed. Get it right. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, but hopefully um, I can increase our, our uh, social media presence. I know I, I kind of lag it here and there. So going to look to to bump that up. And we definitely need to fix our logo. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, so hopefully we can find someone to give us a good logo. Maybe some merch down the line in 2022. But fellas, it's been, it's been a pleasure, man. It's been a good year to spend with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. We'll see you on the next one in January. Ho, ho, ho. Todd's a bitch.
Jin, I'll be there for you. Cassian said I had to. 